Welcome to the Only Football Fans podcast. Basically, we're a group of 10 mates, frustrated that we can't meet up in the pub every week to chat about the footy. So, we've decided to do a podcast instead. Here we go, episode 9. We're back, guys, and we've got a special guest with us today. We've got Gareth Graham. Um, thanks for joining us, Gareth. Appreciate it, mate. No problem, mate. No problem. Uh, Gareth had a uh, long career in football, starting at Crystal Palace, and we're going to work our way through it and sort of have a chat about how your moves come about and a few stories and that along the way. So, um, yeah, let's get straight into it, mate. I see, like, through your youth career, you started at Glen Torren in Northern Ireland. What I wanted to, one of the first things I wanted to ask you sort of was when you moved from Glen Torren to Crystal Palace, you were still in the youth system. Was that a big choice? Because Glen Torren are sort of a, a big deal in Northern Ireland. They're the biggest club, aren't they? Yeah, probably they, then they were. There was them in Linfield. I think it's, it's changed a little bit now. They're probably just coming back into it. But uh, they were actually semi-pro. So th- there's no real ah. pro clubs over there at the time. I think a few have moved full-time now, Linfield being one. Um, and there's maybe a few others. I think Lauren have. There's, there's quite a lot of money in the Irish League now, and, and the really? standards the standards quite good. Um, I'm coming back. The ex pros go back. I'm yeah, coming so, back. Yeah. <laughs> Where's um, my boots? Where's my boots? <laughs> I, I think the jump was just to become a pro footballer. To be fair, um, give myself the best chance I could. Um, yeah. So I did just make that decision to come over. It was tough because obviously I was quite young. So. How old was you then when you made that jump to go to Palace? 16, it's just when I left school. Um, back in them days, I think it still happens. Uh, there was no, wasn't sort of academies as such where you start from really young now like they do. Um, it was more uh, going on trial then going over when you're 16 to YTS. And that's what I did. So Fair play, mate. Um, go on, Greg, you got some questions about that, when you moved on. No, literally, I was just about to ask you, mate, was, it, was that literally by yourself? None of your family come over or you just literally came over by yourself and then you had to, what, room up with someone or... In digs? Yeah, yeah, that's what they do. Well, they did back in the end days. I don't know whether they still do. Um, they put you in the digs normally with just a normal family. Um, I was quite lucky that there was boys in there as well. They normally put you with the other boys. So there was a couple of boys that were a couple of years older and one that joined at the same year from me. So it, it, was, it was quite nice, obviously, with the environment I was in. Um, it was an old lady the first first year. Um, Joan, uh, sorry, God bless her soul. She's she's gone now, but um, she was lovely. We used to torture her, like as you can imagine. <laughs> um, and then the second year, I moved out. I moved in the a palace loving family. It's actually Jonathan Pierce, the commentator. His um, oh, yeah. daughter's mum and dad. So I know JP quite well. Um, through obviously oh, them, okay. but. Again, they had young kids, and it was me and another boy at Palace, Andrew Martin. You know Taft, don't you, Greg? Yeah. Um, yeah. Me and him uh, lived with each other then. He was a Palace. He was a year younger than me. So, But it, it's, it's the best days of your life, dude, for a new team. I bet, <laughs> yeah. Well, but especially sort of moving to like a new environment, a new country now, it must be even more sort of like we've all been that age, even when you go on little trips and that with schools or football teams and that. And it's a big jolly up, isn't it? So it must be. <laughs> exciting do you know what I mean I think it was a little bit of both um it was obviously exciting um but then there was time because in the first year I didn't really play so I got a little bit homesick because obviously all I did was come over and play football all I was doing was training and then maybe coming on for 20 minutes here and there 
Um, but come Christmas, I was I was in the in the youth team, and um, I, I never looked back since. To be fair, it was it was just great. It was great. I say the boys were just fantastic. The boys I live with, and obviously in the youth team, and you know, all the club made you felt feel really really welcome. So it was good, and obviously the families were great. That's blinding, mate. Um, quick one on like while you was at YTS at Palace. Who did whose boots did you clean and how well did they tip you? <laughs> um, there were a few to be fair. Um, I actually the first I was, I was gonna say I was lucky, but I wasn't really. Um, the, the first year I did, um, Darren Pitcher, I don't know whether you remember him. No, he used to wear the old high techs with a flip that were white. Oh, remember them? Classics. They, they were proper old school now. Um, and he got injured, so I didn't have to clean him. It was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> you had a let off. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then and then the second year, I actually got um, Dougie Friedman and Ray Lewington. Oh. Oh, nice. So I did. And do further were both oh, decent tippers. Ray Lewington and um, Dougie. Oh, really? Yeah, Dougie was probably, I know Dougie quite well. So he's, yeah, he's a, he's a top plug, Dougie. Funny. He's a fucking good player, Dougie Friedman. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was awesome. Like, yeah, awesome. Dougie was awesome before. Yeah, I liked him. I had a season ticket there for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's one of my favourites, old Dougie. Yeah, because yeah. Kyle, Kyle, who we got here, he's a Man United <laughs> fan. But up until he was about, what, 28, he was a Palace fan. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this, this season. This season. Yeah, yeah. This season, yeah. I've got a vault. But, but, I've got a vault I, full, of palette, full of football shirts. I, I always, remember, always remember Dougie. In the, I think it was playoff final against Wolves. Um Playoff semi-final, sorry, I'd say, and he absolutely ripped him the shreds. He was brilliant that day, but th- that's what Dougie could do. He was technically very good and very, very skillful. He's quick as well, so he used to work yeah. hard and all, didn't he? he yeah, was a yeah. Worker. You wouldn't like to play against him in the centre half. He's a, just a little bull terrier around your ankles. Yeah. Time, he? So. Well, look, I'm a Leeds fan, and we got him at the back end of his career when we was in League yeah. One. I think he was, he must have been mid to late thirties, and even then, you could see he sort of. He had that ability about him and yeah. that know-how and the movement that he was he was class act. Yeah. Okay. Top yeah. player. But um yeah, so during your, your time at, at Palace, you had a, a successful run in the FA Youth Cup. Um and you got to the final against my boys, against Leeds United. Yeah, yeah. And I, I pulled up the, the team sheet, both both sides for, for the final. Great. It was a two-legged affair. Um, you ended up losing 3-1 over the course of yeah. the two games. And some of the names, like, well, in the Palace team alone, you got the likes of Hayden Mullins and Clinton Morrison in there. And me. And, and yourself, obviously, <laughs> and yourself. And uh, in that Leeds team, like, that, you've played against pretty much the Champions League successful team of, of yeah. Leeds. You know, you're Paul Robinson, yeah. Alan Mabry, Jonathan Woodgate, Harry Kuehl, Stephen McPhail, Matt Jones, Alan Smith. Yeah. That, like the names there that went on to sort of achieve big things in the game. And what I sort of wanted to talk to you about was when you come up against that team, did you sort of know that they were a class, like a class above, or did you feel that you boys could match them and you'd all go on to achieve big things or like at, at that sort of age group, how did it sort of feel at the time? To, to be fair, I think when you're young, you're just, Blase, you don't really care who you come up against. Um, I, I went out when I was younger. Uh, I was confident in my own ability for one, and I didn't care who I played against. Brilliant. But so didn't. Um, but that we we obviously heard murmurs murmurs about their team, 
because they were smashing everyone. I think they won their league by something like twenty points or something. Yeah. Um, and we'd heard a lot about the boys that you mentioned, McPhail, Woodgate, um, Robinson. Um, they, they were a really, really good side. Um, not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> and it was cl- it was hard. It was it was hard to. We it was probably the first time we used tactics, and we probably took a little bit out of our game. I think because we tried to kick them off a pocket because we, we could mix it a little bit as well. And they were they were just if we'd try it's it's like when you play Man City nowadays, you can't try and pass them off a park because they're they're gonna roll, roll all over you. I think you've got to come up with ways to try and beat them and take our, something away our, from your game, yeah. You say. Yeah, yeah. And and I think we probably concentrated a little bit too much on them. Yeah. And it took it a little bit away from us. But again, it wasn't tactics, I just think we were young, we all got, we didn't know when to do what we were being told to do and when to then play the football. I think that was probably what we caught up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. It's one of them things that you sort of played into their hands by trying to change your own game, probably. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. yeah, I suppose that's... But, but, but don't get me wrong, they were a good set. If we'd have played well, we'd have probably still lost. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... where, where were those games played as well? Do you remember? Because I, I remember back in, in yeah. that sort of era in the 90s, a few times, the sort of... Youth Cup finals and that were at the, at the main grounds, and they had quite a few like in attendance as well. Was, yeah, was that yeah, the same? Or? Yeah, it was the same. Yeah, we, we played the um, the first leg at Elm Road. I think it was about 9,000. It was freezing, and there was all the fans. There was about 9,000 of and, and they put them all in the same stand, so it looks obviously busier. But all the lunatics had their shirts around their heads and everything. It was, <laughs> they were actually proper good atmosphere. Um, so it was, and that was probably the first time and that I played in front of obviously a large East crowd, um, which I think for any footballer, if you want to, be able to play at the top level, it's a buzz like playing in front of them. So um, it was good, but it was, wasn't nice getting spanked. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, it's a good experience though, and it gives you that sort of taste as yeah, like what you want to go on to and that. But yeah, um, I think it was about four or five thousand at the Palace game as well at Selhurst. So that's full capacity, isn't it? Yeah, just about. <laughs> 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 Come on, Greg. Um, I was just who, who was did you know there and then who was picking a bunch like when you were playing against them? I, I think you can tell. I always um compare myself against people I've played directly against. Um, McPhail was probably one of the what, best ones I've ever played against, if I'm being looking back on my career. He was just good. He, he was left footers are always cultured, but he he just always found space and time in the ball, couldn't get anywhere near him. Um, and he, he was just, he, he was, he looked as if he was in first gear the whole time. But it clearly wasn't. And I was trying to kick him, but it's on the same time I couldn't get near him. <laughs> he's, got a wand, he's got a wand of a left foot. I've, I was yeah. trying to tell previously, I just, I mean, I've always liked him as a player anyway, McPhail. But yeah, again, like you're right, like what you say, everything, even it all come, it's very uh, easy, easy for him. It, look, it looked yeah. easy. Yeah. When it, when he got the ball, he never panicked. He just sort of pum. He knew what he to do. Yeah. Pum. You know what I mean? He just laid it off. And what he needed to do. And good players will always find space. Um, at the end of the day, football's not all about running. <laughs> You'll always find space. Sometimes. God for that. <laughs> honest, I do. Five, I've made half decent career out of it. Non league. So. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I didn't like running either. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny you say that. Like we was talking about Stephen McFarrell. I was actually talking to my dad about him earlier, Kyle, as well. Um, and I heard an interview with with an ex Leeds player. I can't remember who it was a, a few months ago, and he basically said he was a victim of being born in the wrong era as well. Stephen McPhail, that he reckons because he was sort of that sort of cultured number ten sort of playing the hole, 
but back then that weren't really the Awful. game weren't really catered no. for that. No. Um, and like he was this guy, I can't again, I can't remember which player it was, but he said if he if he'd have been born in this sort of era, he'd have been very much like a Foden type. Yeah, type player, and yeah. He, and the, they could you'd have sides building their teams around him. Yeah, no, that, I I would get that. I would agree with that. To be fair, I would definitely agree with it. Another one, if we talk about that, obviously that era, Joe Cole played against him as well. Did you? Yeah. Oh, he's, Stop dropping he, names, Gareth. He, <laughs> <laughs> Clang! What a player! Oh, hold on, I've just banged my head in the table. <laughs> 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 oh, Could you get close to him? Could you kick him? <laughs> no, no, I, I swore because he was probably three years younger than me. And I was the FA Premier Youth League because it, it just started then. What they've got now, the like Premier Youth League, it was still competitive though. So you played teams from all over the country, and um, we we played against him. He's probably only sixteen, um, and he, he there was me on the left winger, Stephen Evans, and he'd done this bit of skill. And to this day, I still don't remember what he'd done. It was that good and that what, quick. Yeah, what's and, a player? And and you could see obviously the where he went on, but again, people were playing him. He was probably wasn't strong enough to be a centre midfielder in them days, and he wasn't a winger. So it, it was a, as you say, if he was born to twenty years later, he'd be he'd be worth millions, hundreds of millions of quid. Yeah, that's that's the problem with players of both of both of them. They're real, like you, McFowl and Joe Cole. They were either the wrong era or the wrong nationality. Like they were Spanish or Italian or something. Yeah. They knew what to do with them sort of players, didn't they? But over well, here, there weren't as many of, of that natural talent and skill and flair players over here. So it wasn't no. sort of... As like, a nation, we a were very much... Up and down. <laughs> box to we box. We were very much 4 4 2, weren't we, back then? Like yeah. it, was, it was a standard Mike Bassett fucking 4 4 2. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, the culture's obviously changed massively now. Like and, and some of the football that goes on nowadays, the players. Your little, your little ones like get along a lot better now. Yeah, as as you're yeah. saying, like they're just they're able to play themselves in the game now because the ball's on the floor so much rather than just pinging out or pinging into the corners, making the making the striker like run the channels and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think the, I think the physicality of the game's changed as well because you used yeah. to be able to fucking tackle people from behind and yeah. as long as you got the ball, it wasn't a free kick. Now. Again, I've done a little, I've, I've done a little bit of coaching, and to be fair, I had probably had to change my coaching methods because if you get your body in between the ball and the and the defender, it's going to be a free kick. Whereas mm. in them days, it wasn't. People would go straight through the back of you and you'd yeah. feel it, and you'd play on. <laughs> It'd be tough, but um, yeah, it, it's changed. It's changed massively. So it has the game. Yeah, this nice. is what this is why I find it hard to compare players from di- different from this time to different eras because you can't do again, it again. But you can't because as much no. as you can say Pele was the best, it, it's difficult because it, they they played in different eras. Football change it's evolving and changing all the time, so you can't. It's hard to say who's the best. You can only go on the basis of your generation and stuff. Yeah, can't you? you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. So, and off the back of that, like I I always lean more towards favouring the players of the years gone by from the 60s and the 70s the players that were doing phenomenal things with the football on mud bath pitches, pitches yeah when like players West, were allowed to fucking scissor tackle them around the neck yeah. like if they if they could when do the it balls then, were heavy as well half cut yeah. as well half cut <laughs> probably yeah yeah half cut yeah yeah I, I, i'd have probably been better then <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'd have been at home back then wouldn't you go yeah, definitely <laughs> 
but yeah, following like that season anyway, and reaching the youth cup final, you then broke into the the Palace side and getting your first professional contract in yeah. in '97. How did that sort of come about? Who was the manager back then, and and how did it sort of they put that to you? Um, Koppel was a manager, and it, it was it was quite strange to be fair. Um, because I was um, I my form had dipped a little bit, and I think mentally I was thinking about obviously my contract from then and hear what's happening. Um because it was boys, most of the boys that come over, especially the Irish lads, would sign a YTS as well, then a pro. So once they turn 17, the pro contract would kick in, they'd obviously get the pro money. Um so I was sort of worrying about my contract. Um I'd had a couple of injuries. I I was stupid. I uh, um went and played because I, I hadn't played I didn't play Northern Ireland uh 15 and 16s in the school boys and we were doing quite well in the FAU's Cup and things like that. So I was sort of playing games and not really training because of a slight tweak in my thigh. But every time you trained, I was sort of hurting a little bit more. Went, to, I was called up the under-18 squad for Northern Ireland and um, didn't want to miss it. Trained more or less every day in so much fucking pain, I'm not going to lie, uh, because I wanted to play. And it sort of set me back. And then I was out from, from Palace for about three games, I think three or four games. And I missed one, I think it was one of the FAU's Cup games. It might have been against West Ham. Um, and then I came back and I wasn't playing great and that's when um, Peter Nicholas at the time who was a manager and Jeff Taylor they, they sort of pulled me into the thing and said look your form's dipped but we want to give you a contract um, and do for the, I signed a four and a half year contract when I was sort of 17 so oh. um, it was now I, got, I actually got the longest contract out of us all me, Hayden, Clinton Oh because I was going to say quite a few yeah. of them like teams in, a few of the players in that youth team made that step up into that I squad did, yeah. and got contracts yeah. as well. Um, but you got the longest of the lot. Yeah. Would they, did they know that? or? I don't know. I think there might have been a war. Um, I, I didn't leave my contract on about the change room like some, <laughs> some people did. Um, <laughs> which is, to, to be fair, I'll, I'll tell you a story. It's funny. Um, and he's probably one of the, the best players I've played with. You probably, we might go on this and ask me a question. But Matt Janssen, same for Palace at oh. 18 from um, Carlisle and obviously back in the end days you, you used to clean the chaser rooms clean boots all sorts of stuff um, so they still do now um, and Matt yes, left still his, should be mate yeah no exactly it makes you a man I think um, uh, he left his weird slip on the thing I, I obviously won't go into what it was but he left his weird slip and he's the same age well he's a year young, you're older than us I think um, Matt and uh, <laughs> it was like oh fucking hell but again, it's an inspiration for us finding that because yeah, you want to get you want you want to get there, don't you? Yeah. So big time. I don't know whether don't know whether he did it on purpose, but um, <laughs> but he, have he a look at that, boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it, it, yeah, it, it was it was quite a funny story for Matt. But yeah, the, the contracts. I think I don't know whether they knew I'd, I'd send the longest one or not. That's brilliant, though, mate. Um, and did you sort of did you get a chance to sort of go? back home and celebrate or was it just like you, you've got your contract and just carry on working hard and keep going sort of thing yeah dude, back then football was it was my life you know what I'm saying? I, that's all I wanted to do as a kid um, and I had to work hard I was working hard to get there that's why I did get the contract um, but it's I went back I, everybody obviously it's, it was a tough one being again we'll go back to obviously when I was back home Um and coming over here, 
every summer, most of the boys, the youth team used to go away on holidays and things like that. I used to go back to Belfast for six weeks. One, because I'm ginger and don't like a sun. So if I went away, I'd get burnt to his crisp. <laughs> and now two, I just went back for six weeks to see my mates and family. Yeah. So I, that's the way I did it. So I, I sort of celebrated in the pre-season. Well, that's good though, mate. That's just humbleness as well, isn't it? Like, yeah. You know, yeah. Appreciation of what you're, where, what you're doing, where you've come from as well. So to yeah. stay humble as well, not be such a billy big bollocks. No, exactly. But most of the boys were going pull up a house and... Be fair, there wasn't enough shade in the bars and put a mess for me. <laughs> <laughs> Back to um, 50 in the corner. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and then, obviously, like it won't <laughs> long into that that contract that it says that you got playing in the Surrey Senior Cup for the reserve team, you suffered a, a bad injury, a broken leg. Yeah. Um, to be fair, I was actually two weeks before, which you probably won't know, but I'll tell you. I was actually... Um, in the first team squad. Right. So it was. Um, it was probably partly by luck because um, a boy a year older than me, I think the Palace uh, the Palace scout in Scotland died and he was unavailable. He, I think he went to his funeral. A boy called Stephen Thompson. We don't want to do well for Palace. Actually, he was one of my good, good Palace shot. Um, but he couldn't make it. And I was called in the first team squad and I was only, I think it was 18 then. Um, first year YTS. Um, but it's, uh, sorry, first year pro. And um, in them days, there was only three subs. And it was against um, Hull, who were rock bottom in the then fourth division. So, so my, my thing is people, obviously, because I live with Taff, there's all rumours going around that I'm starting, blah, blah, blah. Um, so my dad, flew, he, he sort of flew over. Um, but things, people drove up and everything. And it turned out I was, I was actually 15th man. Oh. And Cop will put a goalkeeper sub, put Carlo Nash sub. Yeah, and we actually lost the game 1-0. Oh, fucking hell. But I, 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 again, I don't look back in hindsight, but there's little things like that. I think if I'd have played, and the way I was playing then, the physical fitness I was at, because again, I broke my leg two weeks later. Um, could have been your chance. It could, it could have been it, yeah. It could have been it. And, and for the I, sake of a keeper on the bench, it's yeah, like, oh, when you, you lost anyway. But yeah. I, again, I, I love cops. Cops is brilliant. I, I don't blame them for anything, but there's those little things. And again, yeah, obviously, yeah. you look at football now, it's a results business, so we probably didn't want to take a chance on a kid when we were in the, in the sort of Premier League at the time. And Yeah, but you say that, Jim. They, they took a chance to give you a four-and-a-half-year contract, mate. Yeah. yeah, they, yeah there, had right. something, invested, there had yeah. to be something. There had to be something there that, mate, you know, when, when was going to be your first chance? There probably was no yeah. better than a, a, hole, a hole away, do you know what I mean, as you say? No, but exactly. Yeah. It didn't happen. Hole! Hole! Yeah. <laughs> hole. Uh, it, it's, it's a shit hole as well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the hole fans. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nah, fuck them. Um, like, well, like you said, um, Greg, they've, they've invested in, in, yeah. in you there, it's Gareth. A shame, well, it's a shame to hear that, mate, to be honest. It's like, well, well we had Jay Tab on a few weeks ago, last week, I think, or the week before, and he, he was saying, like, in that Palace youth team, he was, he was a few years younger, they used to come and shit, watch you, like, in, in that youth team, and you were the one that, like, they was all looking up to, as if, like, we want to be like him, so... Yeah, to be fair, I obviously listened to the interview, it was very humbling, because, again, Jay's done really well, well did, did really well in his career, and he used to train with us when he was about 13, every Friday in the youth team, because he used to play five or six the day before game, but it, it was very humbling, and... I don't know whether it's me not. I, I I was confident. Don't get me wrong. I was very confident in my ability, but 
whether they knew how good it was or, or not, I don't know. Yeah. But again, some of my pals, like, um, again, all tough. Um, I used to go mental because Peter Nicholas was just fucking gins, gins, gins everything was gin. I was like, fuck, not know anybody else or what? <laughs> um, but but, but Taff said to me, obviously, we go and have a beer together and things like that. He said, if, we, if you didn't play, we didn't play. It was as simple as that. So that's why I was trying to get you going. Yeah. And I, I sort of, looking back at it now, I sort of half understand. But yeah, it was. What's it like for someone to say that about you? I've never had it. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I've never, <laughs> I've never been the star, man. <laughs> it, it is really, really humbling. Um, again, because as I say, Jay's done done really well in the game. He was, he was a really good player himself. Um, he was technically so good. Um, but yeah, again, it, it, it ran in the family. It ran in the family, Jim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's your brother's thing. Yeah. Did you get the looks or what, Greg? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say he might be watching. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was the and, trial baby. I called him the trial yeah. baby. So, so when that that injury come about, like, how long was was the diagnosis? Was it sort of you knew you was going to be out for a while? Or yeah, it, it was quite a bad break. I broke ten and Feb. Oh um, God. Um, so what was it? Uh, was it? Was it a dirty tackle, Ginge, or was it who done it? Who yeah, done it? To, to, and to be fair, you you probably know who done it, Craig. I, I played with him and played against him. It was it was um Jason played for Kingstonian centre midfielder. Uh, Greenchild. No, no, who he played for Corinthian Casuals and um, oh, Turley, Turley, Jason Turley. Oh, dirty, Jason Turley, Jason Turley broke it and. Again, uh, this is, again, this is another story. I played with Jason, and then he was nearly in tears one night because because of what he'd done to me. Yeah. But uh, again, it's one of those. He's eighteen playing for Cobham against Palace Reserves, and for we were probably taking a piss a little bit. I think we were five 0 yeah. up at the time, and <laughs> I laugh at it now. But um, I think it was the first time I've ever fucking beat anyone for pace. <laughs> so this, <laughs> um, it, it was it was oh, down the right wing. You've killed him. You've killed him, Jim. It was down the right wing where I should never have been <laughs> in the fucking first place. Um, and I just nipped in in front of him, and he came across and hit the leg. Oh. Um, I knew it was bad when the first thing, and it, it was, it was probably the end of me. If I look back now, it was the end of me. Um, to be fair, I've had I've obviously had injuries after that, but I think that was the end of me becoming what what my potential was, I think. Yeah. But I didn't realise at the time. It was 18, I just wanted to play football. Of course, yeah. Look, we, me and Greg were actually talking about it in the last few days leading up to, to having a chat with you today. And we were saying it's so unfortunate because in, in again, victim of the era you you playing in, if that's today, like you, you'd be able to come back pretty much full strength. You look at the likes of Andre Gomez at Everton, yeah. who's... Like he had tib fear, but it was really bad. It come through the skin, and also Gibral yeah. Cisse done it twice. Henrik Larsson, and yeah. like they've all had really bad ones at, at different stages of their career, and been able to sort of have the right surgeons and physios and that that get them back to being technology. Yeah, yeah. Everything, everything's moved on so much. Um, and again, I refer it like. It, it sort of broke me mentally as well. I, I, I didn't know at the time. Obviously, you, it's mental health is a big, massive issue now. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think it actually broke me mentally because all I wanted to do was play football. I was 18 years of age. All I wanted to do was play football. And um, what I was being told by the physios when I could actually do stuff was drink a cup of coffee and walk on a fucking treadmill. For an Jesus. Now, I, I didn't come to England to do that. Yeah, the very <laughs> um, And I, again, don't get me wrong, I, I'm no saint in all of this, but I, I went on the booze. I'm saying I started smoking at 17, 18 at the time, heavily. Um, and went on the booze because I had nothing else to fucking do, if you get me. So you've all got like, to do is play football. Talking about like the the mental health side, you, you look at you look at that, and that's like maybe a like tiny little bit of depression, a bit a cry for help. Would have been hundred percent. You know, yeah. yeah, like because your recovery is not you're not your recovery is not going how you you wanted it to, and you felt like you're not getting the right feedback. And uh, mate, it's, it's yeah. I mean, this that's is stuff. Having knowing you, this is stuff that I don't know either. Like, we, yeah, and, know, and to be fair, I, I wouldn't talk about it, Craig. You know, no, I, no, yeah, I, no, mate. I, I, and I, I, I don't mind opening it up, but and this is probably the first time I've done it. I've obviously said this a couple of close mates. Yeah, um, I think I said it in one radio interview a um, couple of years back. Yeah, um, but but uh, that's probably how I dealt with the depression. Yeah, do smoking and drinking. Yeah, yeah, and I I started getting mixed up with because football is a very when you're in it, it's a very um sort of close-knit community, and um, for obvious reasons, because you can't do, you couldn't do pe- things that people outside were doing. No. Whereas I, I sort of came away from that, and my mates, and they're still mates to, to this day, you know what I'm saying? And I don't blame them. And They just wanted me to come out and have a laugh and a beer with them. Yeah. Whereas yeah. they'd work the next morning, I'd fucking training. Yeah, it's not the same and, environment. And, and, and again, if it a game, I would never want to go for a beer, but all I was doing was fucking drinking a cup of coffee and getting on a treadmill. So, yeah. fuck it, why not have a beer? <laughs> Anybody can walk on a treadmill with a beer. Unbelievable. That's what they've got you doing, isn't it, really? Yeah. Like, if yeah. people in the game nowadays were to know that, they'd fucking fall off their chair. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Um, Carl, was, did you have something off the well, back no, of Yeah, I was just going to say, like, obviously, from that leg break... And obviously, did you, had you made your debut by then? Or no, you just been in no. the first, you just you hadn't made your debut by. I was then. in the squad before then. Yeah, I've been in the squad. Been yeah. Do you think that? Do you think that Palace gave you the chance to succeed post the leg break or or what? Again, I was still very young then, um, and Palace were they were really a yo-yo club at the time. They were up and down over the thing, and it was just the year I obviously became a first-year pro. We just got into the Premier League, so we made some big signings. So yeah. we did Lombardo, um, Bold Eagle. Yeah, okay. he was what was unbelievable. that like? Uh, unbelievable. Jesus oh, Christ. He was, he? Uh, he, again, uh, you talk about um, obviously the physicality of, of becoming. He was just, he was like an Adonis. He smoked and everything. <laughs> Lombardo, to be fair. Um, but he was just, his fitness was unbelievable. He was just, and he was, he was coming to the end of his career then. But he was just, you could tell he must have been, he obviously had her when he was younger, but, and I used to watch a lot of Italian football, but um, he it was, was massive just, then, wasn't it? Yeah, he'd he, he done, he'd done things that, you just like, that. wow. He, he was, he was unbelievable on Bordeaux Lufer. But yeah, so the, sorry, I can back your question. Yeah, yeah. sorry, mate. <laughs> um, I, I don't think it was the right time to give me a chance. I don't think anybody would have. Coming off the back of that. Yeah, because, yeah, because we'd, we'd signed midfielders from, uh, I think we'd signed Andy Roberts from, I think it was Millwall at the time, 
we end up being a centre half. We've made a lot of good signings, and there was probably people in the reserves ahead of me. Although right. in saying that, I used to play reserve games ahead of Simon Roger, who played lots of games at the time. Um, well, the boy, Dave Bassett, he was because Dave Bassett liked me a lot before. So he did him and him and Jeff. It was probably through Jeff. I think Jeff was. Uh, he he, he loved everyone him. but me. He loved. Yeah, he, he loved, loved the soul. I wish I knew him. I Jeff's a bit of a legend on this podcast following our interview with J Tab. He's yeah. J Tab's best agent and he never I don't even never think he got a percentage of Paul Sutton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think he I think Jeff's still scouting. He is Mr. Football for me. And and yeah. again again, um our youth team, we had we we had we had sort of good cop, bad cop. We we had Jeff who was very, very technical and tactical, and with Peter Nicholas, who was a fucking lunatic. Like he used to he, he used to come into the boot room. Turn the lights off and just fucking throw boots at it. <laughs> when we're all sitting cleaning them. He, he was nuts. What? I wish you <laughs> but, could do that nowadays, though. Um, you, yeah. you just couldn't do it now, could you? Banged oh, up. No, yeah. there's, there's no. That's a, no, but again, uh, obviously something I'll regret. But it's they're too fucking flaky nowadays. I think yeah, they're a bunch of fannies, aren't they? That's yeah. it. They're just a bunch of it Just uh, sometimes it winds me up because some people say something about me. I fucking get over it and fucking say something back or fucking snap them in the tackle or do something to you. It just, it's, it's just it's frustrating at times because again it's obviously we, we, we could be doing um, nickel for child abuse but I'm not going to do that I knew what he was doing and he, he was he was actually making me become a little bit more of a man he was he's all in you up. up yeah, yeah he was manning me up and I, I think again looking at today's game they don't have that one because of obviously the way the youth systems are and they don't do anything they're lifted and laid yeah. And two, that there's there's no gaze that will show you. Fucking, you need to well, become ben, a little bit of a man here. You're you're still a little boy. You need to become a man. Bellin yeah. and Beardsley are fucking yeah. prime examples, isn't it? Let's yeah. face it. Yeah, and I, 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 I think obviously it's it's. it's probably, yeah, go get in trouble. I think I get you in trouble. But I, 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 th- I think the under under twenty three leagues load of wank. Uh, I used to in Palace reserves. Um, Used to play. There was people in the Champions League suspended. Used to play against like yeah. Ray Parlers, and you, you used to fucking play against proper men when you're 17, 18 years of age, and that that made you say you would on the pitch going fuck me, I'm in for a game, and you come off and saying I want to be him. That's an education. Education is the the right word, Greg. To be fair, that that that's what it was. Yeah, because that, that'll teach you not playing against yeah. other kids that are yeah. prima donnas. Well, yeah, the the other thing right. with these kids in that position now that like the, the position you was in, Gareth, you signing that that contract with them. Kids nowadays that are signing that they're made for life already. Where's, oh, where, like go. seriously, yeah. where, where's their incentive? <laughs> I've, I've I say the contract in a tenner a week. They're saying yeah. contracts in ten grand a week. Um, yeah. Oh, you yeah. were bubbling back then, bro. Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, I got me a house in Belfast, mate. <laughs> still can, still can. Yeah, it still can. You. <laughs> no, but um, it's you're right. What you're saying, it's it's madness. Some of the money getting floated around. Yeah. Um, and again, it, it goes on the flip side as well. You've got your mentality's got to be so right because you could get with all that money flying about your head and your thing. You've got to have the right people around you to make you sure you're grounded. Quickly, yeah. You make sure you're grounded um, because obviously if you want to succeed in the game, because there's probably kids that we don't know about that have earned that money for a couple of years, maybe got an injury or something, and they, they don't give a shit, you know what I'm saying? Whereas if you want to become a footballer, I think you've got to, you've got to be level-headed. You've got to work hard and 
then the rest will come naturally. You won't just earn that 10 grand a week. You'll be earning fucking a lot more. Yeah, most definitely, mate. And then, obviously, well, following your injury, like to regain a bit of fitness, they sent you to Merthyr Tedville in, uh, in Wales with one of your teammates, actually. Andy Martin yeah, went tough, there as yeah. well. Tough, yeah. yeah. What, yeah. What, was, um, what was that like, mate? Fucking shit all. <laughs> <laughs> was that his hometown? It were, was it? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, it's, it's like, um, I, I don't know. It's probably like shameless. It was shameless. <laughs> that, that's what Merthyr's like. Uh, and to be fair, they were playing in the league. Then we used to travel. Me and Taff used to leave from here because we used to train every week or every day then, and just go to the Merthyr for games. Um, but <laughs> we used to travel all over the country. We had a laugh doing it, like, but um, all over the country to play in. I think it was a Doctor Martin's league then. So we were going up the legs of Hendersford or even going to fucking Merthyr. That's an absolute slap <laughs> during the week. So you're getting back at. Uh, to be fair, sometimes we used to stay at Taff's mum's and have the next day off, but. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a slap. And it came about through Taff, I think, through the Welsh skirt again. Um, gone, Peter. Um, he's, he's gone now, blow a bit of soul. But yeah, it came through him. I think he I think he connections in Merthyr and just got me and Taff a move there. But yeah, I, I wouldn't advise any young kid on 10 grand a week to go to fucking Merthyr. <laughs> what was the standard thought like there then? What? Um, Shit. It was, uh, wasn't, wasn't great, not going to lie. Equivalent. But again, Come on, it, it was probably the equivalent of my fitness at the time. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it, it wasn't. It wasn't great. Um, and again, it was the pitches were poor, and also I'm obviously used to playing like even our training ground. Mitching was lovely, and obviously you're playing really, really nice pitches, so it was it was tough. So it was. Um, I know yeah, Kyle's yeah. got got a, a question off of the back of Murphy uh, Ted Phil. So go go on, Jonesy. <laughs> Tell didn't want to ask it. I mean, listen, not a chance. No, basically, obviously, I, I see. Obviously, you went we went on loan to it. Like we've obviously with Taff. On football manager back in the day, or his championship oh, manager back then, yeah. he was a bit of a. He was remarking to you, not Taff. Or... Yeah, but I, 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 I'm thinking <laughs> I, I must have missed the intro. But I'm thinking who's Taff? I'm thinking, but I know obviously I, I just put two and two together. No, I, I actually used to buy him all the time, right? I, he's, he's a bit of a wonder kid on championship manager. I don't know what it was. It's probably like ninety nine oh whatever it was an old school one so was Gareth you just didn't know about it yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I used to buy myself I can't, I, <laughs> 100%, 100%. 100% no I was, I was always Man United and I, I couldn't buy one from Palace the board would get upset so I don't have to <laughs> but no he was and he was he was quality on the game to be fair and I just, I, I've actually never seen him play like never and I just like, wanted to ask you what was he like I mean obviously I know he's obviously a close <laughs> pal but yeah. generally because like, yeah I just, I've just never seen him play now to be fair I, our youth team was really, really good. Taff was obviously an integral part of that. He used to score. He used to he actually used to score probably more goals than Clinton. Um, so he did. But I think Taff would probably tell you himself his attitude wasn't great. So it wasn't. Um, he used to just stroll about. Um, but he, he was a big. He was. He was an ugly centre forward. Like he, he's a good looking fucker. Like, but he's an ugly centre forward. He used to. Did he used to have long hair? Yeah, like long yeah. curly hair. I feel like. Yeah. I, I, I... Yeah. I feel like I must have seen him on the bench, but yeah. Mop head he had. Um, him and Wayne Collide both had it in our youth team. Fucking hell, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking. Um, but yeah, um, as I say, our youth team was really, really good. Um, Taff was one of them because he, he used to score goals for fun. Um, but yeah, uh, we, we, had, <laughs> we had a good time. But Taff, he's a good player. Very, very good player. Yeah. Got goals and he was, he was very, very physical, which helped him so. 
I yeah, thought he was small though. He's quite a small fellow, wasn't he? Or am I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm probably one, I think. Tall. Oh right, I was in the I was in the top of the homes now. He just was a bit far yeah. away. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looks small. Alan looked like a midget. <laughs> you probably wouldn't have seen me over the grass I don't think if you were top of yeah. <laughs> well now you've got look Kyle's obsessed with fucking football manager championship manager and that no he was, he was like if I'm not on the, the thing you've got to ask this I'm, I'm not talking about fucking a computer game I, I don't have time for that I used to be younger like don't have time for that though nightmare it. Jonesy yeah sorry um, but yeah well following your glamorous uh, loan move out, out, out there to Wales then you, you came back to sell us part and put yourself like in contention for a first team place. And at the back end of the 99 season, you, you ended up getting called in and making your debut, mate. Um, yeah. at Watford, what, what, how did that sort of come about? You, you moved back from Murphy Tidford and was it a long route back into getting on like first team contention? Yeah. I, th- I think again, it was just fitness. I was hard to get fitness back. So I went out and played games and again, Likewise, what they do now with kids, they send kids out alone just to get them fitness and to get them the physicality of the game. So it was. Um, then I come back and, as I say, I started doing well for the reserves. Um, and I was lucky enough to get called in. I was in the squad for quite some time, I think. And then lucky enough again to make the Palace debut against Wolver. Yeah. What was that feeling like, sort of finally getting that that call? Like, you're coming on, son. Like Yeah. It was unbelievable, um, but I think I will always remember. I think it was a game before, or the, or maybe two games before, because Palace actually, just, I think they had the draw or something or win to stay up against Norwich away, and like you'd have thought I'd scored the winner in the 90th minute. I was fucking diving on fans and everything. It, it was mental. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how it came about, um, but it, it was that, that's a game I actually remember more than the debut, which which is strange because obviously it was in the round of squad. But yeah, it's it's always special making the debut. I think um, for any club, um, I was lucky enough to do it for Palace. I just wish it could have been a little bit earlier because again, I probably wasn't in the shape or fitness or looking back it now was, that, yeah, it, that, it, that it could have been or, or yeah. It's, su- it's surprising, really, that the coffees and treadmill didn't do the job, isn't it, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah but I, I, see, the thing about it, I had Irish coffees. I wasn't fucking stupid. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> and then, obviously, following the end of, end of that season, because I think that was a penultimate game you made made your, mm. your debut, following the end of the season, you, you got your call up into Northern Ireland under-21 side. Um, and... Made it like had a few caps for them again. What, yeah. like, what was that like getting that first sort of run out for under 21 yeah. international? Well, I, again, I think I think the pinnacle of any footballer career is playing for your country, no matter where you're from. I think, and, and that was mine. That was always a boyhood dream of mine. Um, but again, going back to obviously the call up, and, and obviously, we're talking about my career now and the little things that obviously fall into place. I was only called up because um, a boy at my new Philip Mulrain. He was he was a great player, Philly to be fair. He was a year older than me. Yeah, he was skipping the 20 months and get, he broke his leg. So he did. And I only got called up due to that. Uh, it was for a, I think it was a, a round robin tournament, us Scotland and the Republic, um, up in Inverness. And um again, I'd I'd done quite well. So I did and and the, the manager was great. I think I think he's having a bit of a problem now. Chris Nickel, who was at um he he played quite a bit. He's played at Southampton, I think I think he married Southampton. Um, but he, he he was fantastic. You talk about managers. Um, 
he was he, he was really really unique. Um, like when we were warming up, he used to fucking sort of run backwards and go chase me, chase me, in a little soft voice. <laughs> it was fucking weird. Like, but but uh, we, we had we had a good bunch of lads then, and he, even at half time, obviously. Some some all managers are different and they'll have their little moments. But he used to leave us for about probably five or six minutes, all on our own, to talk. And, and to be fair, we had some big characters, good lads, and we, we all used to fucking again have a goal each other to don't do now. You know what I'm saying? People can't take criticism. Yeah. We used to fucking yeah. criticize each other and go, you, you need to fucking pull your finger out, stuff like that. And and he used to leave us in there for about five or six minutes and do it, and then come in and talk about tactics. I thought that I, for me that was great because we're obviously playing the game. It's I hear all the stuff about managers and things like that, and I don't think people manage the game well enough now. I'm saying you, you can you can fucking set something out, but if, if you've played football, it doesn't pan out the way the manager says it was, or the way the opposite assistant manager says it was. The game changes and it changes within the game, so you've got to you've got to manage that. You've got to change what you're doing or what your team's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we used to do that and I don't think it happens well enough at any level nowadays to be fair yeah I think you're right yeah. um, go but, on Greg but, but, but being called up was, it's a bit of a achievement in life I was just going that. just going on that Ginge um, change rooms like that are always better because there's nothing better than your own team like when you can have a little chat between yourselves and sort out your problems yes the manager is he's got the overall decisions and whatnot, but to sort them problems out yourselves. And like you say, you need to pull your fucking finger out. You just, just get on him, show him down the line, yeah. just little things. The prop, the manager's probably going to say it, but as you say, you've got to manage the game on the pitch as, as an 11. Yeah. So there's nothing better than having that fight. At, mate, like what he done was, was, was yeah, and it was the first time I've ever seen that. Like, and it was, um, it was unique and it was good because again, we had strong characters. We, but again, with the people that could take criticism. Yeah. But it makes I, the weaker stronger as well. Yeah. Because I, I, you learn to start take that. Like, <coughs> you learn to start taking that criticism. Yeah. And you actually learn to give, give it out as well. Because if yeah, someone says yeah. something and you don't agree with it, you can actually yeah. say, look, thing. And it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a shouting match. You know what I'm saying? It, it was mm. a lot of, lot of guys, some of it get obviously maybe raised voices and things like that, but it wasn't, we weren't calling people see you next Tuesdays and yeah. things like that. It's not the way it was. Um, it was just like you could have done this and, and we talked about ourselves and then if you disagreed you'd say well I don't know and then it, it would be resolved in some way and, and yeah. it was really unique and it was, it was good it was, I really enjoyed my time at 21s and we had a good set again we, we we didn't do well in the, in the um, Euros to be fair but we, we beat a good fucking really good France side and, well, good, yeah. like that. and again, most, most of them went on to do quite well so well, it's it's funny you mentioned that because that was going to be my next sort of question to you. Because I've, I've been on here before, and you, you didn't. Okay. You didn't <laughs> yeah, you've, okay, you've done, all, <laughs> done it all for us, mate. You set me up nicely. I mean, but um, Greg's I, leaked the notes. Yeah, <laughs> Greg's leaked the notes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I, I looked into that team. Uh, yeah, that because wow. you you beat you beat that France team three one in mm. the under twenty ones, and there's actually a video of it on on YouTube. It's about six. Yeah. He, Six, he seven minute clip. Two absolute fucking yeah. Yeah. That's it. David yeah. Ely, come on as a sub and scored two it, fucking it, screamers. If you've watched the video, which one am I? Number eight, mate. With a fucking blonde hair. I thought yeah. it was Neil, Neil Lennon back in them days. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> tell you, 
he heard it's Richard Graham, it's Richard Graham, yeah. and he was like, well, is that him or is that a different game? Yeah, because I, like, I watched it and <laughs> I said, it's no, only a highlights know. clip. Like yeah. you, you don't see sort of the, the full match and whatever. So I'm trying to pick you out through it. And then at the end, like you don't see that subs have been made and whatever. Yeah. And then at the end, he's like, Graham on the, like on the ball. Like you see, and I'm like, Oh, that, that's got to be him. And then he's like, Richie Graham. And I was thinking, has he fucked his name up or is there another one? <laughs> yeah. And then, cause he's, yeah, he's no really similar to you as well. Like similar yeah. stamp and everything. And, nah, and he, 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 he wasn't a fucked injured kid. <laughs> <laughs> he, he logged yeah. on for <laughs> in, in the, he's got short hair in the in the oh, yeah. in the video he? he got the assist though Ginger he probably yeah. should have claimed that uh, yeah he should have should have claimed it up <laughs> just go yeah it was me yeah <laughs> but um, well even, even in that Northern Ireland team like the likes of Damien Johnson Jeff Whitley Paul yeah. McVeigh Adrian Coote as well like some yeah. some good good players in it and David Ely obviously become an absolute yeah. legend of the game, like especially at international level. Yeah. What a career he had. Like, w- was he at that time? Because I think he was at Man United, wasn't he, at that time? Yeah, yeah. D- he did he United. sort of stand out? Because he was a sub in that, which yeah. surprised me. I don't know if that, he was yeah, a bit... Um, Cody, Adrian Coote and um, Paul Mofei were two centre-forwards, to be fair. And, and Haley, he was a year younger. I mean, he, he like me, just broke in. And the, he, I don't even think he came to the, the tournament. He, it was probably his first... Um, sort of involvement, um, but Haley, if if you talk about again, obviously I've trained the Palace first team, done the shooting drills and things like that. He fucking hit the target every time, hit the target every time. Haley, he was unbelievable shooting drills. Seriously, I've never seen anything like it. He broke all sorts of records when he was as a kid because I knew I knew him obviously a year younger than me. As a kid, I've heard about him and things like that. But he's he, he was up there with the best finishes I've ever seen. To be fair. What, yeah. what a player he was, mate. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. his success in, in the senior side as well was <coughs> well, second to none, really. Like, yeah. I, I remember at that time when Northern Ireland had them games, you like when you batted Spain and he Spain, scored yeah. a trick, and he was in the yeah. he was a Leeds player then. And I, yeah, I, like, I sort of fell in love with that Northern Ireland team because of yeah. him. And I mean, I, I remember I think... wanting you boys to beat us when you played yeah. England, then you did, yeah, yeah we did. And <laughs> I was, squeezed, I was like, scored, fucking get him because I wanted he? Healy yeah. to do well. Yeah, but um, yeah. Uh, again, I I because he he played in that again North Man squad. There was no household names, and it was there, and that's nah. I think that's what we had in the twenty ones. We had a good team, and um, that that gets you points, and it gets you that we would great camaraderie in our team. Um, and do I was I was really surprised, not how well he did. I th- I think it was the position he played, because. He wasn't tall. And he used to play up top on his own. Yeah. In the international team, and although international football was a lot different then, it's probably like the Premier League. It's like a, a sort of false nine. It used to be a big man, a small man then, wasn't it? And that's mm-hmm. why Healy was at his best, I thought. Um, but again, he played up top on his own for the national school, and he was he was unbelievable. And they, they played him strength. They probably worked on it um, when they did get together, because he was so quick and again put the boy in front of the goal and. Nine times out of ten, you're going to see a goal. I think so. Yeah. That's how good he was. Yeah, he's a cracking player. Uh, go on, Greg. You got a... you, you got the list of players there for them, haven't you? France. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, and th- like that, that France team that night was unreal. Yeah. That that yeah. France team that you beat three three one. Jesus Christ! Like the names in yeah. there, I'll, I'll run through yeah. a couple. You've got Didier Domi, Mikel Silvestre, William Gallas, um, Philip Christian Val, 
Osman Dabo, Gibral Cisse, yeah. Freddie Canute, David Trezeguet. Yeah. Like, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, These yeah. guys gone on to play sort of the, the, the top level and succeed at, the, at that top level. Mm. And you boys yeah. pissed all over them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Scoreline was flattering, I'm not gonna lie. Was it really? <laughs> yeah. well, but um, now, to be fair, again, our, key, our keeper David Muskelly on the night had an absolute world. Oh, he had a worldie, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, again, uh, we, we were solid defensively. We, we, again, I think Hughesy played for us centre half. I don't know whether he's in the program, but Aaron Hughes played centre half. I think for us then, so we, we had a really, really good side. Um, and. Again, if you could Healy scoring the two goals that he did. Oh, they were great goals. <laughs> they were fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for any, for anyone who hasn't seen it, if you if you whack in YouTube, Northern Ireland, France, under 21s, the two goals from David Healy yeah. are just they're yeah. worth yeah. watching themselves. I, again, quite quite a funny story from that. Um it was played at Glen Torrance Ground, the Oval, and um, right. loads of my mates came to watch and that was a normal family and things like that. And I think Jared Hulley, who was Liverpool manager at the time. I'm walking out because my family's meeting me at the players' entrance. I'm walking out. And he, he asked me who I played for. And I said, Crystal Palace. He went, oh, he said, first team? I said, no, no. He went, very strange. That's what he says. said. I'm not going to do a friend's accent, but he said, very strange. I, I, I actually, have I a go. Go on, just have a go. Very strange. <laughs> God bless him. God bless him. Oh, he's Portuguese, is he? Oh, he's <laughs> I said like I love Sancho there, didn't I? <laughs> um, yes, it, yeah. yeah. But um yeah, again, we had a we had a good side. We yeah, I loved playing with Jeff. Me and Jeff just complimented each other so much. Um, Another good player. We, we were roomies. Um and he, he was such a top lad. Like again, we, we had a load of top lads. Roy Carroll, who didn't play that night, I think he called into the first team squad, but again, he was part of our squad. We just so many good lads. So we did, and that got us a lot of points. Obviously, one was that game because of the camaraderie. We just wanted to fight for each other. Um, but it, yeah, they, they were they were awesome. Like they were probably as good. It was similar to the Leeds game. Respect. They were probably far far better than us, but we kept in the game, kept plugging away, and Healy scored two early. So oh, fair play, mate. On the night, um, Canute scored. He he looked a better player at youth level than the. He did, <laughs> yeah. sort of in he did. yeah, he looked play. tasty. He looked like an absolute like player. Yeah, yeah not he, saying he, not saying he wasn't when he obviously yeah, he was went a fucking to, donkey at West Ham. Yeah, he, <laughs> he he struggled in the Premier League at times, but as as that watching that video back as a youngster, I mean, he looked he looked decent. Yeah. And he he was a specimen. Then he was probably the same at eighteen as he was when he was playing through his career. Yeah, and most of them were um, athlete but, and all. Yeah, yeah, he could run. Um, their their front three again were just they caused us problems all night. But we defended superbly, and the keeper had a worldly. Um, so yeah, who? What did he? Did he go on to have a career? Because I watching that video back, and no. it, it was his debut. Again, yeah, he was because Roy was playing. So Roy Carroll yeah. was playing. He was a number one, but I think Roy could put pull in the first team squad against yeah. France the next day. Because Henri was supposed to play for them, and he could pull into the fucking yeah, first yeah. team squad. Yeah. Thank fuck, because he'd have, they'd have probably been <laughs> like ten. Um, but yeah, he was um, he was called out, and do for he was I think he was a where was he Blackburn? I think he was a Blackburn. Uh, who was it, David Miskelly? Yeah, he, he, he had a good career in the Irish League, but again, he was actually he he played in my boys' club um, a year younger, and he was a centre midfielder, and he was he was brilliant, two great feet, um, not very mobile, but he could he could pass and he, he could think, but um, 
he broke his leg and um, he turned him into goalkeeper and he ended up playing, I say, having a really, really good career in the Irish League. Wow. I think he went maybe, across to Blackburn, it might have been. I, I'm not sure. Maybe you missed the trick, you should have gone in goal. I know. I can't even touch, touch the ball in five or seven yeah. goals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't even touch the ball in five or seven goals, for fuck's sake. I was going to say, take a little bit Oh, God. And like the, the following season, after that, you've broke into the Palace team, made your debut in that, you've you moved on to, to Brentford. And yeah, what, what was that like? Because I think you went initially on loan and then it become permanent. How, yeah. how did that come about? Because obviously you made your debut for Palace. Was you sort of think, get preparing yourself to become in the, in the Palace team or did you yeah. know that you'd be ending up like moving elsewhere? No, no Jeff Taylor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, it was actually, uh, it was probably me being foolish. I, I thought I should have been playing the first team and I wasn't. I thought I, I should have been more involved in the first team of pass and I wasn't. Um, so then I wanted to go and play football and there was a massive connection with Palace and Brentford at the time. Obviously, Ron Lowe just gone there, Ray Lou. Um, then there's Herman Harrison, Rob Quinn, Danny Box, Tony Follin. There was loads who played in my youth team as well. He was very, very good, Tom. Um, so, to the boxing twenty, but yeah, we, there was a lot of connections, so it was an easy. And we used to train at the same place for as well. So I moved, but I didn't really. So it was <laughs> just changed <laughs> the key. You were just just changed the pitch. So <laughs> that's crazy. One thing I, I did want to ask you about an individual that was at Brentford when you were there yeah. is Andy Woodman, the goalkeeper. Yeah. yeah. Because um, I've just finished watching his his two part interview on Under the Cosh. Um, <laughs> yeah. What a fucking character he is! Oh, would he? he was funny as fuck. Would he? he was we, we used me, him, and Keno used to travel in together. Again, Keno was my youth team, and he was Brentford as well. Uh, but we used to go into training together. We used to pick him up. Um, Keno used to pick him up, and he was fucking hilarious. The stories he has, he just he never stops talking. Yeah, seriously, no. Woody just never stops talking. Do I think he has that's Few people up. Oh, fucking! Is it, I've seen it before under the cost. Yeah, it was. It's, it's <laughs> brilliant when he's talking about yeah. that eight-year contract at Newcastle, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, fucking hell. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, a proper character. And again, I don't think there's any of them. Any of them left in the game? Very few, obviously, mate. Yeah. Obviously, I'm I'm not close to um, dressing rooms at the minute, or I haven't been for a long time. But you can see, you can see people are fucking about. And I, th- I think fucking fucking about frowned upon, but. Yeah, uh, the, there's yeah. I think you take professionalism to a certain level. You can still have a lot. Like Jimmy Bullard was fucking great, wasn't he? At entertainment fight. He was probably the last of the people that you see that would fuck about. Yeah, yeah you're right. Like, when when the ball went dead, like the time he fucking only hopped over about ten people. And then like, that's the ball, right. Like, you don't see that nowadays, which is it's a laugh. I'm saying. And he had it so, where, where yeah. the floodlights went out, didn't he? And he ran the length of the pitch and scored and ran off <laughs> yeah. celebrating him because. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're all I, just I robots, though, aren't they? I, I, yeah. I, I remember, because obviously back to sort of that, I remember at the end of one season, I think, it, um, I don't know what season it was, but David Tuttle, he was at Palace. They, uh, obviously, all the fans used to come on the pitch in the season. I, mean, I remember Tuts being down to his pants. He'd probably be fucking arrested nowadays for doing it. <laughs> for a decent exposure. That's the way the world has gone fucking mad, isn't it? It's just mental. Yeah. Walking around the pitch in his pants. Yeah. Yeah. You are oh, right, you uh, wouldn't get away with it nowadays. Yeah. Oh, you wouldn't. It's, it's, the society's gone all fucking wrong, isn't it? 
Yeah. The one thing with Woody as well, was he as shit as he says he was in goal? He couldn't catch a cold, to be fair. Really? <laughs> his, son, his son's a lot better. Uh, yeah, fair, Freddie's he, decent. He, he, he was all right. Son. Um, yeah. yeah, Freddie would be the son, yeah. Um, nah, Woody, Woody was all right. He was decent enough goalkeeper. He was. Because yeah, he slags himself off rotten, yeah. didn't he? He's like... Yeah. Add, add, to the, add to the flexion. I think he, he used to make mistakes. Not, I can't remember many before, but he was... Uh, and he used to do that. Again, he used to do that. They also used to take a piss out of himself. Because I think if you can't take a piss out of yourself, then other people will fucking do it. So you may as well take a piss out of yourself. <laughs> 100%, yeah. Go, go on, Greg. No, so I've got, I've got written down here. So you went to Brentford and you play 13 games? In, was that your first season? You played 13 games. Yeah. What outcomes you only got 13? It was was there injuries or is that just well, was that the first season or was that in total? No, no, no. Well, I hope it ain't total, mate. No, no you that was the first season, 99, yeah, first 2000. Season, yeah, first season, and then you went on yeah. loan to Crawley. Yeah. Um it was a little bit of both to be doing really well. Um, Brentford at the time. They were close to the playoffs. And again, you talk about the players are Paul Evans, um, who was our skipper, really, really good with only got to move the forest. Um, Martin Rowlands, who came from QPR, technically very, very good. Gavin Mahon, again, really, really good players. Good player, so yeah. Th- there was really, really good players in, in that squad. And even though we were in, I think it was League Two at the time, it, it was still tough to get in. Um, yeah. And again, if I look back now, I probably wasn't as fit as I should have been. I was still sort of doing probably not as much as when I, when I was injured, um, but I was probably still doing things I shouldn't have at, at certain times, which I think it's because, again, probably that I wasn't playing as much as I wanted to. So. Fair yeah. enough, mate. I see, like, following your, your loan to Crawley, you come back and it says under Ray, Ray Lewington, you sort of fell yeah. out of favour. Um, what The irony, actually, is you came on as a, as a substitute in one of the games that season for Jay Tabby we had on yeah, a couple Tabby, of weeks ago, yeah. which is... Yeah. Which is mental as well, but yeah. um, at, but, but, at the end of that that season, your, your second season there, hmm. it says like the majority of, of your, your your appearances from were, were off the bench, hmm. um, and then they decided to to release you. Um, what was what was that like? And did you sort of was you still hung over from the injury trouble? And did you sort of have? Yeah, well, I I, I think the second season again, I, I got myself in probably better neck again. Um, yeah. Again, we were doing quite well. Uh, I think we got to the, the, what the equivalent of Johnson paint final. So, so we're still a good side. We were up, up in the round of playoffs, but um, I actually got injured on the same leg. Cause when I broke the leg, um, they put a pin in it. So they did back in them days, they probably just do a boot now, but they put a pin in it. So you don't have muscle wasties instead of plastering it, I think. Um, so, and the pin got infected when it first, Broke it, so it was out for thirteen months. Originally a pallet, on and off, and then um, at Brentford, um, I, I just I was playing. Um, I think it was in a reserve team game, and I got a little stud mark, sort of on the leg, and so it, I woke up one the next day um, in cold sweats, and I was like, the physio, I said, I just don't feel right. I said, it's fucking my leg sore, um, and he said, well, wash yourself in the local hospital. So I washed myself in the sorry hospital, and. Um, they, they gave me antibiotics, said, you've got an infection, um, just don't play football for two weeks. So I, I booked with the missus at the time, I booked to go on holiday. And um, <laughs> uh, sort of all around the sort of cut was going um, 
sort of green and brown. I said to the physio, I said, this doesn't look right. He said, and I was due to go on holiday on the Friday. So he said, look, we'll get you into the surgeon at, at um, St. Anthony's, who privately used to do all the footballs, Palace and Brentford footballs at the time. And um, he says, um, we'll open you up just to see what's, what's in there. And they opened me up and there was an abscess about that size sitting on my bum. Oh. Yeah, so um, that that was sort of the Brentford thing. That That's why I um, left Brentford. That, that was one, the end of my contract. And it was a time when, um, I don't know what, is it the cable channel went bust and they were funding all the sort of lower leagues in. Right. It, it was a close sort of thing of me getting a contract because I had been injured. Obviously, again, they've still thought I had potential, but then they didn't give me one. So, and I was injured at the time. So, they didn't want to take that risk, did they? Yeah. Especially after yeah, exactly. that. Yeah. With my track record as well. Fuck me, that must have been terrifying, mate. You've seen yeah. getting that in your leg. Yeah. Well, obviously, our pressure. Um, yeah. I, I was in the air with that abscess. Fucking could have been a lot, lot worse. So, yeah. Thank God it didn't get on the plane. <laughs> yeah, it's, that is scary. You, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't want to sat next to me there. Yeah, <laughs> but um, so when that come to to an end, your time at Brentford, you moved on to to Woking, um, and then Margate as well, yeah. and spent spent well a bit of time at Margate. Woking, you was only there for sort of a, a short period of time. It's a bit longer at, at Margate. Yeah, I was at non-contract at Woking, so was you? Yeah. Just playing the. Before, I, I could have signed for Barry actually in Wales. Go back to Wales, fuck! I said. <laughs> oh, really but and and they were full time. They were winning the league every week. Um, Peter Nicholas, who was my team manager at Palace, was was there every week as what, manager. Was, was the league over every week? Was yeah, it? sorry, every every year, <laughs> every year. Yeah. Um, and I'm playing in the Champions League and everything. So um, so was Richard Kennedy. There was a couple of sort of ex pros got Kenny Brown was there as well. He was at Palace in West Ham. He was down there. There were, there were a load of good players down there. And I was settled sort of in London at the time and didn't want to make a move. So I went back to semi because they were full time as well. But um I decided to stay in London and I'd, I'd send on contract for walking at the time. So yeah, that's why it's a short thing at walking. So but but again that that, that that's a that's the weirdest story again. Craig will probably tell you some stories about non league but um, I, I was earning not bad money. I was probably, I was, I'd no, obviously, again, I didn't really have anything behind me because I thought I was going to be a pro. So, again, if any young kids are watching this, get something behind you because it can be a fucking short career and obviously if injury hits. But um, so I was just a plasterer's mate at the time. So I was working well, wanted to really. Um, but I woke up. Um, from a phone call in the morning from the one was a Wookiee manager and he left me a message saying Margaret want to send me um, he's releasing me and the, uh, the other message was from the Margaret manager but that was the last time I spoke the Wookiee manager didn't even fucking phone me he just left a message <laughs> to tell him like, he's done yeah. time for a voicemail yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, was, it, was it Chris Kinnear was it at Margate yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, didn't really go on with Chris to be fair nah um, nah I think he liked long ball. I liked to play the feet, and I wasn't mobile then. If I was, if I was eighteen and I played the way he played and could get about, then yes. But he actually played me fucking right wing back most of the time. I remember playing. Yeah, it said, it said, it said uh, on your notes that you switched to right back, and I yeah. was like, never, I, never I, a right back. I, I, not even right back, right wing back, right. Fucking <laughs> hell, mate. Seriously, we 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 played um Dover um 
I think we drew an elite one. I think it was Boxing Day. And for, it's obviously a local derby. It's with four and a half thousand fans there. And um, the, the geezer, oh, I forget his name. Is it Chris Allen? Used to be at Oxford, same for Nottingham Forest, about 500 grand. This geezer would leak fucking shit off a shovel. Right. And he, he actually, he was actually quite cute as well. He could see that I had a fucking fridge freezer strapped to my back every time I tried to run. <laughs> <laughs> so every time he got the ball, all he did was just go. <laughs> and I was like, fucking yeah. Beep, beep. yeah, yeah. I, I, I was like, he just fucking kept knocking past me. We're too nilly. I must have done it right. <laughs> go on, Greg. I've got here as well, like looking through some notes and stuff. Uh, it started all right for for your Margate career because you scored on your debut. Yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, we had, I don't get many too far. Yeah. Um, again, it's. I think I was I was actually quite fit then because I got myself fit in the summer. I wanted to give myself a good go. Um, I think then I I thought I could still get back in the league. Mm. I'm saying because I was obviously confident at the time. Um, and uh, I. I was starting playing regularly. Uh, he was playing me sort of the highest of the three midfielders. He used to play three midfielders, two lumps behind me, and that's where that's why I I got a nosebleed in the box and fucking had a shot. Do I think they all count, mate? Exactly. You're better yeah. than oh, you're better than the nosebleed, mate. It, it, yeah. was, it was precision. It was precision. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was your only goal, though, wasn't it? No, I scored a couple. For I can remember we beat uh, the for probably the best goal scored from was we beat Stilly Bread Celtic in the last game of the season. I think it was eight one. I scored against Yeovil as well as well. I scored a couple. Yeah, I've got, I've got here that you probably was like a gold of the season contender. A little what was delicate, that Yeovil? A uh, delicate chip, yeah. Uh, that, maybe that's Ashford. Steel, Steely Bridge. Ashford. I was it Ashford? Yeah, they yeah. It was um it wasn't bad. Remember Canton against Sunderland? Yeah, a bit like yeah, that. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was all right, Ufa. It wasn't bad. <laughs> Another nosebleed then, was it? Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> He shanked across. I listened to Tabby last week saying that I used to score from everywhere. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> he, 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 must, he, he said you were prolific. He, he painted the picture, mate. He, he, he mustn't have seen fucking past the penalty spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we was talking to him and he was saying about, um, obviously, Leon McKenzie being a bit of a... Mac, yeah. Bit of a bit of a nut, in it. and he. I said to him, I said, "Mate, it's all right." He, he would he would have swung over your head anyway. Like, so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you weren't like much it. bigger. You must have been about the same size, yeah. Nah, nah, I'm a little bit bigger than Tommy before. Was ya? Yeah. <laughs> Greg, an inch I've, is a lot, mate. I've, I've been telling I've, you that for years. <laughs> I've always been this size, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting a lot wider. <laughs> So Same after mate. after your, your season at, at Margate, it's it, uh, <coughs> you you asked for your, your contract to, to be cut short because um, you had the opportunity to go abroad and go and play in, in the top division in Iceland. Yeah. How um, the well, hell did that come about? Well, again, it's not true to be fair about getting cut short. But I think Margate announced that. But right, to, 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 to play in another country, you need the terminate contract. You can't be signed. Because you need it in national clearance. <clears throat> so Chris Kinnear said, look, we'll just release you and we'll send you next season. Um, that's why I don't really like a bloke that much to be fair. I sort of lied to me. Um, but the 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 IBV thing came about by um again the pro connections, Herman Rederson and Eva Inga Marson. Right. Um that that was their local club and that's who they came from. 
Is that the keeper and, at Brentford? No, it, well, he was there as well, Oli Ogamarson. Uh, yeah, he was there as well. He, but it was Eva more, um, because I knew Eva quite well and Her- Herman. But um, it was again. I had a terminate with contract, but I wanted to get myself fit again. I wanted to get myself the best chance I could. And uh, again, at Margate, I got an ankle injury, and I think I lost. I missed the last six weeks of the season. And even though they say them um, Scandinavian clubs, the ones that aren't don't say they're full time, they are really because during the summer it's fucking late the whole year round. So yeah. all they do is they go to work and then train in the evening. So when I went there, I, I was training the daytime meal in the gym, and then playing the uh, training in the evening and playing games. So I got myself again proper fit there, but and and the, the done quite well there. Probably I think I scored once as well there. Fucking hell, I'm getting all my goals out here. <laughs> really that, that's fine. That's me done. I think five. <laughs> and uh, and um, they wanted me to stay and play in the. I think it was a Europa League at the time. Well, yeah, for cup. Yeah, for cup. Yeah, yeah. And um, but uh, Kinnear says they come back to the conference start a conference season. But uh, they, so obviously they come back to uh, England proper fit. I played against Willie in a preseason friend. I can remember quite well. Done quite well. Um, fucking, I'm, I'm scoring again here. So yeah, what's happening? You making it up or what? I'm making these up. I must be. My memory's shit. To be fair. Can't be me scoring. But no, that's I, I did, Irish coffees, mate. Yeah, uh, no, goal fact, every week. I did. I did score in that game, and and then he, he's pulled me off the game, saying that um, they'd signed Warren Patmore from Mooking, who was non-league legend. He scored loads of goals for quite a lot of money in them days. To be fair, I think it was thirty-five grand or something, and he said he couldn't afford to pay me so that was it was one of them I had trials at I think it was Hereford um, and then he ended up uh, going right down to Whiteleaf because it was just local to me and I, by that stage it fucking sort of threw the head up <laughs> so I had um, because it was just I was trying to get into clubs and uh, again because of the money going there wasn't too much around then so and that was me I just went did that sort of Piss you off in a way that you like you could have stayed. I don't know if you, you had any intention of maybe staying at IBV in Iceland and playing in UEFA Cup, but did that piss you off that you sort of yeah we'll have you and then all of a sudden oh, hang on we can't afford you mate. Yeah, again, Greg knows me quite well. I'd rather people be honest. I've been a coach or on a manager of that. I'd rather people be honest. If, if you're not good enough to play, I'd rather you tell me and, and say okay, yeah. Don't give me false pretenses and coming back because I, I I could have stayed there probably for another month um, missed sort of pre-season in, in the UK and come back and and people would have been what non leagues like that people get in the month of the season and go fuck I need this or they need that so instead of having every do- every man's dog at pre-season training um, so I would have liked to stay there because I do for it was fucking it was brilliant like so they, they, they give me um, I didn't obviously pay me a wage and then they give me a a pin code for the fucking shop. Yeah, all I had to do was put a pin code in. Well, it was paid for. Them a pen, the club paid for it. What? They got me a flat and everything. Yeah. So, um, there was oh. there's obviously there's a women's team as well, and obviously a kids team. And there was a two girls <laughs> from Scotland. There was two girls from Scotland. Um, that they they came over and they had the pay to play. I think one was a Scottish captain. I forget her name. Might have been two two lovely girls. Um, got friendly with them and her, her brother who came over to play in the youth team. Um, got really friendly with them and um, because they weren't getting paid, they were just come out, they come over to play the thing. So I was taking them to the shop every day. They must, they must have. <laughs> I mean, I think I think I probably owe IBV about ten grand. 
That's fucking incredible, isn't it? I was getting them phone cards, their shop, and everything. I was just, I was, I, I, I enjoyed myself. Like, I really, really enjoyed myself. I bet you fucking did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never left. <laughs> Sweethearts on your hand, no, fucking no, free big shops. That'd be fucking the, fantastic. There was no alcohol allowed, though. Fuck's sake. So oh me. god. That's yeah, mental, though. Yeah. That must have been a bit of a shock to the system playing in in a country like that, sort of. Yeah, what, what, what was the standard like? It, it wasn't that bad. I, I think uh, if you look at the Scandinavian players, I think they're all typical Scandinavian players. You get some are very techno, and you get the others are just fucking robots. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Just physical machines and they're actually mm. robots. Which again, in a team, you need that. You know what I'm saying? You need technical players and you need people that are going to do jobs and fucking do them very, very well. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I loved it over there. Got on really well. It, it was actually, the league was full of foreigners, I think. I think each team could have three foreigners. So it could, and I was one for us with a Danish lad. Um, and I think these are from, it was full of other Scandinavian countries and um, Eastern Europeans. So I think with a geezer from Lithuania who came Brilliant, with a, with a good sale. Did you have a chance to go back? Like after it, it sort of fell on its arse at Margate uh, or, wherever, did, or, or wherever it was, yeah. Could you not go back there? Again, I, uh, when I say I, I would have stayed, I probably would have stayed to the end of our season. I, I don't think it's a, a way of life because, again, of fucking being dark all year, all year round probably wouldn't be me. At least I don't go about the sun, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have been perfect. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't think that. Oh, fuck me. Can I go back twenty years? <laughs> um, no, but I, I, I had a girlfriend at the time, obviously, and I had all those things. So I, it was just one of those. I was only going to go for a short period to get myself fit. So it was, and um, oh, it was, great experience, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. And again, I think any there's, there's different ways of everything. The only thing I was it was fucking eleven quid a pint, even back then, which is it's steep. It was it now? Uh, yeah, I know. You, you, I, but I don't think they're in the Euro, are they? I don't think Iceland is nah. in the Euro. I think they're nah. still at the corner. So they, um, yeah. So then you you joined Whiteleaf, spent a season there, and then you you ended up moving on to AFC Wimbledon, which I've got a soft spot for anyway because yeah. I'm, I'm from Wimbledon myself. So what what was that like? Because you you joined them at a time where they were sort of relatively new as a club in, in yeah. the terms of starting again and they were on their way back up. Yeah, and again, that was that was probably the big attraction. Um, again, Whiteleaf, uh, as you can probably see from the notes, um, I, I've been back there like a yo-yo because it it's such a good club. Greg's played there. It's a great club. Top club, club, yeah. People, people in the round that are just proper football gators and a good laugh. And, and that's all I was doing then. Um, but when AFC came knocking, obviously... I went back to sort of, I think it was my idea of being a pro again because it was fucking three and a half thousand players in, in the combined counties, which are three and a half thousand fans in combined counties, which is one unheard of. Like, yeah. um, plus, again, we, there, I knew a couple of boys there. Um, I, the manager knew of me, I didn't know of him at the time. Well, the system manager Nick English knew of me at the time. Um, and it was just a chance that even though it was a step down from where it was, it was a chance that. You're not going to turn down because I'm now part of history. I, I think, and obviously, again, speaking to fans, I went to the playoff final and some of the fans, even then, obviously in, in the pub before the game, saying you're part of our history, and, which which is fantastic because what happened with club was a fucking disgrace in the yeah. first instance. And 
for them to come back the whole way and for me to be part of that history winning two leagues with him is again it's unbelievable but a hundred percent, mate. Like, like you said, the, the the fans that they were getting at, at that level is it is insane, really. And it, it was such a a phenomenal feat what, what you, you achieved there, and what all the players that played through them AFC Wimbledon sides to get themselves back to where they are now. Yeah. It, it is like you should be proud of that sort of thing. It's something special. But um, go go on, Greg. Yeah, no, I just remember. I remember that sort of time because obviously I was young myself and, yeah, yeah. and moved sort of into the semi-pro game. And um, the, I think when I first, my first experience of AFC was when they were, they came, they'd, you'd done the combined counties and then you came into the South. Yeah. And I think you won that as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then... It, On the Dave Anderson. Yeah. And then the very next season when you'd gone into the Prem... That was when my first experience is I played you in pre-season when I was at uh, Coin Athletic. Yeah. And yet yeah, just the team that you'd sort of built and like yourself, players like yourself, you had other players that come that had obviously had yeah. careers and whatnot. And plus you had obviously players that were, were just starting out as well. But the team yeah. that you sort of created and you had, uh, uh, who was that? Was it John Main? Yeah, mainly players. Oh, he was. He yeah. just he just scored goals of fun, yeah. didn't he? And um, yeah, just the, the team that you sort of built and playing in it for like the likes of yourself, as you say, mm. you're part of history, and them fans will never forget that. Nah. And it was yeah. it was something special to play against as well because it kind of never been. It may have been done before, but how it how they went about it and how the how the split went and then how the fans just made this new team and yeah. it was it was something too special to even to even play against yeah so, like, do, play it. yeah to be fair and obviously you said it's a main feat obviously we went on a run in the end days I think it's the longest British unbeaten record I think yeah um, and um, obviously I was involved in part of that but obviously they talk about that and obviously the, the progression they made that that unbeaten record I think is is phenomenal and, and I'll, I'll ask you your opinion Greg because I felt that every team we played against, no matter what level it was, it was our cup final. Yeah. Because they, they probably played against in front of 200 fans every week, if they're mm -hmm. lucky, maybe fucking 40 and a dog. Um, so to come up against AFC Wimbledon, that has to be as a game. And, that, and that's why our levels had to be high in every game we played, no matter, again, whether it would come in counties, Ram and Ram and Prem. So, um, and that's why I think that, that's, that was really good. And it's, again, to be involved in that was... Because it was a cup final, and I would, I would, if I was in the offer, and what was it like? Was it like a cup final? Is that the way you treated it, or mate? I, I mean, I was, I was still a, I was still very young. I was mm. maybe nineteen, and I'd just obviously come out of Sutton United, and then I came into the men's game, sort of the world, say so to speak, the men's game, because that that's where my head got turned, as in this is this is a proper man's game now. Yeah. Playing against men, not not boys of yeah. certain reserves and stuff like that, and uh, as you say, like you're coming up against people that you you kind of their name comes before them, mm. and then you're on the same pitch as them, and then you're a young man, and the fans are there, and as you say, I mean, if we used to get forty in a dog, that was <laughs> fucking lucky, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So to come up against that and 
I'd sort of, yeah, I'd never sort of been in that sort of environment as yeah. as fans went, and then as players, like stature wise, there's obviously yeah. a few in that. Like the, as you say, when they when the first team is not playing and stuff like that, you would play against them in the reserves and that. But yeah. the yeah, switch over to men's football it, and to in, play against them. Sorry, sorry, but in the teams well, mate, you you played in at, at Wimbledon, Gareth, was there any? Because hmm. I. I remember quite a few of their sort of guys that played at the top level with yeah. Wimbledon yeah. stepped down and, and played. You like your likes of yeah. your Marcus Gales and people like that. Did, were any of them involved in the teams we, that you was in? Uh, now Roger Joseph came for a season, but he I think he was about forty two at the time. I think, um, and I think that was just a little bit of an aside. He played every now and again, top top bloke Roger to be fair. But um, yeah, I think um, he, he didn't really get a game, but he was the only one that um, right. sort of came down it. Down there, um, it wasn't again, until a few years later. That... Again, I think what happened with AFC, I think the club was that big in attraction. It was attracting players that were better than the level they were playing at. Of course, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, won the fans because again, I think that they've done it really, really well. They're still doing it really well. The budget because our, our budget wasn't massive in the in the combined counties, but some play, some people don't get paid in the combined counties, but it wasn't massive all, all the whole way through, but I think people, because I, I stepped down and again, I didn't get massive pay increase or anything like that, but I stepped, I played for the club because of who it was. And you bought, yeah, you bought into the project. Yeah, yeah. and do don't get me wrong, I didn't envisage what's happened happening as quick as it did. Yeah. Um, I do, if at all, to be if at all, so they, what they've done is, is Sort of unreal in my eyes, oh, yeah. and if when you play for the club, you, you the way we were at the time, we, we were fucking. There was a lot of lunatics playing. We loved the boo. We, we we were like the fans, um, yeah. especially the first year, like um, and um, we, we get on really well. So we there was that bond, and when you've that bond, you can tell how passionate they are, and you obviously hear the stories of the Wimbledon was their life. It's get taken away from them. And again, I, I was at the playoff final a couple of years back and one of the boys, because I got to know a couple of fans, I actually knew a couple of fans first, but I've got to know more of them. Um, so I went to the playoff final with a few of them and I had grown men crying and, and thanking me and how was he got? Hmm. I'm saying, it, it's, it's, again, I'll go back to the Jays. It's humbling that people actually yeah. look at you in that way, if you get mm. me. Um, so it, it's, but it's, it's a fantastic achievement what they've done. It is phenomenal. Like, like I said, Gareth, you you you're part of that whole history now. Mm. Like that that you, that that whole club has been rebuilt, and well, look, they're they're above that lot in Milton Keynes now. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's it's so incredible. Let's not, yeah. not mention it. Yeah, but you know, it, what, what an yeah. achievement, and yeah, it, that, and the that ground, sort of the new feat never been achieved again. Yeah, yeah. to is. have that ground as well, like literally down the road from the original power <laughs> lane. Yeah. It's brilliant. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, having lived, obviously, I lived over the road from from Plough Lane, and yeah. I used to go in there when it was derelict, and you know, there used to be a horse on the pitch. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. And I, I'd obviously, you know, Terry himself as well lived in Wimbledon, and like my dad would tell me stories. You know, like when 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 teams would come to town, like yeah. it was amazing. Like Liverpool, the old the old yeah. Liverpool, like yeah. you know, and. Your other big teams at the time, they used to come to town and Wimbledon was buzzing. Yeah. Like, yeah. obviously, this was before pre seller estate. This is Plough Lane. Like, yeah. And for, to, to live across from that stadium and see that happen, and it was just derelict. And we used to go in there as kids. It, it was horrible. 
Yeah. And then yeah. now for that to all flip round, and then as you say, like the history now, and to get that that stadium down the road yeah. is fantastic for the for the. For the I, club. I, I think I think the only see obviously again I think the have worked in stages which which I think the project that they've done is fantastic works in stages, and that was a final name name on the coffin. I'm yeah. just gutted for all the people involved that they couldn't be there for the opening of the things you have because yeah that 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 is their holy grail apart from getting into the fucking premiership again that yeah. is their holy grail to be back home at the play lane which again yeah. it's fantastic and I'm gutted for the, those fans it's so so there. Wimbledon as well that they couldn't be there for that yeah <laughs> it's yeah, just absolutely. like yeah. <laughs> a, it looks a lovely stadium though it does look a nice stadium yeah it looks I've cycled past it a few times it's lovely before yeah 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 no it is it's going to be good when like they can get that that full up and That'd be what an emotional day, I think. Do you know? What's that? What is it? What's the capacity of it? I don't know, actually. I'm not sure. I think it's about 12. I think it's... Yeah, somewhere close to... What was King's Meadow? Five, I think. Five, Yeah, nothing much. Oh, right. So it's all right. It's going to be a big, big print thing. It's nine and a half thousand. Oh, is that all? But that's still... I'm saying that's all. I think there's a potential to grow it. That's what I've... Yeah. It's, it's got big grounds around it, isn't it? Like where, yeah. they've, where they've built it now. So, oh, mate, credit to them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. And hopefully they just keep going up and up and up. So, yeah, it'd be, be good if they did, mate. But then, like, after your, your two successful seasons at Wimbledon, uh, you got you got a call from, um, where did you go back? Did you go back to Whiteleaf then? Back didn't to you? Leaf yeah. on loan. Yeah. Back to Whiteleaf. So, long, yeah. like, like you said, you've gone back, back and forth yeah. to Whiteleaf like a yo-yo. Yeah, you've I, been I, there. I, I was like a homing pigeon. That's <laughs> that was <laughs> is, is that where you two first crossed paths? Uh, no, he's back. No, I don't think so. I think it was called aesthetic. Yeah, it was called aesthetic. I don't think I played with you at Whiteleaf. I think I might have played no. against you at Whiteleaf. Um, and and Molly's against you, maybe. But um, yeah. Um, I think it was yeah, quite aesthetic with me and Greg. But yeah, I think if any non-league player in the south, if they haven't been to Whiteleaf or spent at least a good few hours in the bar after the game, oh yeah, oh yeah, they haven't fucking lived to be fair. You know what? <laughs> having played against them for so long, and then mm. um, like for me, when I got the call to go and sort of play for them, I, I was a bit dubious because they were yeah. the pitch was never great when it was yeah. when it was the grass oh, pitch and that it oh. was fucking horrid, and um, being there when they switch the pitch over to the to the three G and that and mm. sort of coming up from the Kent League and then that you lucky that, bastard. Eh? <laughs> you lucky I, bastard. I had, I had to deal with the weight leaf bobble when I played there. Oh anyway. don't don't worry mate. The goal that I scored to get us up from the Kent League, I mean that took a bobble and fucking went in the top corner. <laughs> but yeah, I mean the, the switch to that pitch then we 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 changed as a team because we could mm. get the ball down and play. Yeah. Which was so different to White Leafs of old because it yeah. was the pitch was horrendous. It was hard to play there, yeah. so hard. But yeah, what a club White Leaf was. But um, after that, after that, that load, oh yeah, it's a good, good, good bar you, there. Yeah. I've heard, of, I've yeah. heard a few little what? little comments about the piss stuff after. I mean, that's a bit yeah. of me. I'd love that. Yeah. Why do you think Gareth kept going back? After that loan spell, back to Leaf. Um, We've done a bit of research and. Uh, so a, a bit of a trial at two in a mystery. You've got to talk us through that. Oh dear. Because <laughs> <laughs> it went well by all accounts. Like, you scored a goal, did you? <laughs> no, I think that was probably worse. Nah. I think it's sent off. Yeah. Um 
was against Charlton, was it? I don't know. Against, no, I did, do you know what? It was against Harrow. Harrow. Harrow, yeah. But yeah, I just, I, I just think. Do we? Do It's never my fault. I never <laughs> turn off my fault. Um. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. I think I've probably seen Red Mist. I was a feisty little fucker in the day, to be fair. Well, there's an actual quote from the Tottenham Mitchum website <laughs> from that game, and it says, Gareth raised a hand and caught an opponent in the face after 55 minutes. It was not a sending off... An, no, it was a sending off offence, but the Harrow player definitely made a meal of it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, take that as you will, I suppose. And then that Tootin didn't see Gareth again. <laughs> Do you think, yeah. if, if I raised a hand, I'd probably tackle him in the bollocks. <laughs> That's why he made such a meal of it. How the fuck's Alison off offence? You tell me. <laughs> did you did you know from did you know from that moment the red card come out? You thought, well, that's game like that's done or what? Or did you yeah. play all right? Or how... never a good sign as a trialist, is it? <laughs> it's no, not. No. no. Do you I get sent off for Barry on the trial as well? But Nico knew me, um, so he knew he knew I had a little bit of faithness in me. Do you fuck? Yeah. Wrong with that, mate. Nah, again, nah. you couldn't get um, away with some of the things that you used to do nowadays with cameras about things. Yeah, like um, even, even non-league, they're getting because... filmed and fucking all sorts, and they put them in the all sorts. But it used to, I was, I was nine times out of ten cute with it, but I used to go over the top sometimes if someone did it to me on debuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it says you, you you broke the bone in your foot as well. Only your second game into being back at Whiteleaf. Yeah, um, yeah. Which, as your luck, do you know what I mean? To be fair, it's it's again, it's, it's probably as my luck. Um, because I I done McCrucey at AFC as well on the second game. Probably did you really? That. But done McCrucey, yeah. Oh. In a block in a block tackle, and again, that's where I'm I'm sort of really thankful for the club because even though it was at the level they were at then, AFC Wimbledon. Non-league, you, you get paid for the season. They actually paid me all through the summer. They paid for a gym membership for me to do my rehab, which not a lot of people know. Um, so it, it was great for me, um, obviously, because if you do your knee, you have to obviously build a ring around it and things like that. So they paid for that. And I'm due for, I, I repaid them to be getting back and getting fitter and stronger. So, um, But yeah, it, it was it's the broken foot. is actually, I twisted my ankle. I think it was Ashford away. Um, and I twisted my ankle, and I don't know how, but I broke the bone in, in the bottom of my foot. Oh. Um, no, the, the little arch bit. Yeah. I broke a bone there by twisting my ankle. Oh, again. What the fuck's that? <laughs> you, you name an injury, I've had it. Not enough milk. To be fair, I'm in the wrong game. I should be a sports therapist because I know fucking <laughs> everything about the, the human body and how, how to recover. But I don't know how to recover this far. Break my own coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so then like you were sort of seem to be changing clubs every every season for the next sort of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> however many yeah. lower league, mate. That's what happened. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, that's that's just the name of the game, isn't it, down there? But like you've I've got you play with Croydon Athletic, Cray Wanderers, Kingstonian, back to Croydon, Leverhead, Chertsey, Chipstead. White leaf, obviously. Um, yeah. What was 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 it sort of? What was that like that that period of time f- through your non non league career? Because from a lot of guys that I know that have played in non league, they absolutely love it, and it's 
sort of the best times that they have, even people that have yeah. played at the at higher yeah. levels in that. No, nah, uh, non non leagues, uh, it's great, and I th- but again, I think that that changed that level. Uh, I think um, even nowadays, it it used to be a social for for us to be fair, and, and nowadays it's not. But but again, fair play to the kids that are playing nowadays because they they've realised they want to give themselves the best opportunity to succeed and get higher, so they're they're at the best physical shape that they want to be. But like my. Yeah, I used to get most of the London clubs I was at. I used to get the brown envelope. Most of it used to go back behind the bars, which, which again, it, that actually keeps the non-league clubs going. going. Which people does, yeah. Realize, yeah, yeah the, bar, the bar money. That, 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 that all it is, and um, and then they used to go back behind the bar, and then used to spend my own money and fucking something like Croydon or wherever, wherever we went that night. So, so there, um, there was no card with pin numbers for that for these clubs, then? No, <laughs> no, unfortunately, no. <laughs> Yeah, to be fair, I'm not going to lie. It was probably for it was it was a little bit of both. Probably for an extra couple of quid, two beers or something at the weekend. And but I, I was always trying to go at a higher sort of level because like when I moved to K's and um sort of Cray, they were both in and around the playoffs or challenging. So it, obviously, as a footballer, you want to win things. So that's why I moved. Who was the, the manager at the time? Dice. Dice. Oh, God, yeah. Dice. What a, what a top, top bloke Dice is. If you can understand him. Oh, me and him conversation. How the fuck did that go? <laughs> oh, seriously. Fucking oh, hell. He's as Geordie as you like, isn't oh, he? Jesus oh, is he? Yeah, funny. The last he's I heard him, he's a walking, yeah. They played Watford. He was the manager when they played Watford in the FA Cup. Yeah. Yeah, not uh, too long uh, ago. He's a, he's a really top bloke. Yeah, yeah, he's quality. So um, but again, he, he chased me. He chased me for quite some time and it didn't go. And then I went. What, and he didn't and he catch did, her? He did. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm good at hiding, Greg. It wasn't, it wasn't quick enough. <laughs> um, no, but he chased me for quite some time. Dyson, I, I just I didn't go. And then I did. And then he just didn't play me. Um, so I, that's when I ended up going to church in long, and to be fair, it was, it was more for money than anything. Yeah. <laughs> but again, a lovely little club, Churchy. But um, it was more for money. It was the geezer Spencer Day was in charge then. He was throwing yeah, it's just silly money. And they're out left, right, and centre. Yeah. So well, following Chelsea, back at Whiteley, do you play a coach? Yeah. Yeah. What was that like? Um, I wouldn't advise it. To be fair, I think. Really? Yeah. I, I, again, I. Nicky was who was the manager was our manager at AFC Wimbledon, Nick English. Um, or and, yeah, uh, and he, he asked me and Danny Opens to be coaches who who played for him. Um, I stupidly said yes. Um, and then I think it was in. I think we I think we might have played Chipstead. Um, Whiteleaf and won all. He brought me off. He did. Um, he brought me off. And by the time I walked from the back of the dugout, you might have been, you might have been playing for Whiteleaf for the time, Greg. The time, uh, I, the time I walk round, twenty ten, it would have been great. <sighs> Mate, don't ask me. You fuck. You'd have to look it up. Um, <laughs> the time I walk round the dugout, we were two one down. Oh, two one. And, and I, I, I said to him after the game, I said, "Why, why did you?" Because we were on top, and anyone you speak to in the bar after, we were on top. We were doing all right. Um, and he said, "I thought they were going to change the tactics," and I just went, "Nicky, I can't work for you, mate. Do you find I actually, I think I went the chips to after that." So, <laughs> Nick is a lovely bloke, but again, it, it, you have clashes with people. So it was all amicable, but 
Uh, so he brought you he off thought, because he thought they were going to change the tactics, yeah. not because they yeah. did, just because no. he thought. No, and he changed our tactics because, but we were on top, and that's why I didn't understand. So we just went yeah. separate ways. Out, out okay. the but it's it, forward it's thinking, isn't there? And then dropping the bollock. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then yeah, following there, you you, you ended up at Croydon Croydon Athletic Premier League, yeah. uh, combined counties Premier League. Yeah. And then w- was you was you there at that time, Greg, as well? You were merged them together. I was uh, a leverhead for quite a while. When yeah, I went in, of course uh, you was. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm probably there when you're talking about Ginge when you was when you was player coach. I was probably still at leverhead, mate. To be honest, yeah, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I'd done tour de Surrey, didn't I? As well, like literally, yeah. fucking, I was in and around. I was never fit, mate. You know what I mean? Managers yeah. had enough of me after a little while, and then. To be fair, there was one season you got proper fit. And you scored a yeah, yeah, yeah. Labs a leatherhead, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only um, it's fun, like again, time timings. You know what I mean? It's like the one player that scored, he scored one more goal than me. I think he got thirty-eight, or I got thirty-seven. Yeah. Oh no, he got thirty-nine. I got thirty-eight. Whatever. He got a trial for Newcastle, and I got fuck all. I stayed at Leverett. <laughs> Is that J- yeah. Jason Pryor? About Jason Pryor. Yeah, Pryor, yeah, yeah, he's a he, yeah, he went. He went on to play for AFC as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah, I yeah. think he. Yeah, I think he's still at Dorking Wonders. Yeah, he's probably still, still buying things. Yeah. Jamie, Jamie O'Hara bad. plays for them now, doesn't he? Yeah, he's doing a bit. Jamie What's O'Hara's he? there. He's he's there now. Yeah. He, he started. Yeah, he left for the playing a few games. Doing bits Dorking? of Dorking now. Dorking at Wonders, Dorking yeah. Wonders, apparently, yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, just had a look. Jason Pryor is there now. Yeah. Yeah. He had a bad injury though. I think when he yeah, went to he, AFC, he broke his leg at AFC, didn't he? I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally not long after sign because he had he had the trial at Newcastle and obviously uh, for whatever reason didn't happen. And then he went AFC and fucking broke his leg quite quick. Yeah, yeah. I think he just said and then, broke his leg and he was out for about a yeah. year. I think it was a bad one. I think he was out for yeah. about a year. And then sort of ended up back at Bogner, I think. Right? Yeah. And, uh, mate, he had the he age, Greg. That's what it was, mate. That's all, mate. Don't be too disheartened. Yeah. If you was eighteen yeah. or whatever, banging in goals, you'd have. Yeah, no, it's, Mate, the mentality weren't there, was it? Uh, he, he he was given um a double espresso and told the fucking walking on a treadmill as well. That's why he recovered quicker. <laughs> and then oh, after that, you, you moved to Lingfield and spent three years there. Yeah, we, and and again, that that was similar to AFC in the way of a, a team. Like we we had a really really good team at the time. Um, most of the boys. Played with AFC, Lee Sidwell, Stephen's brother, um, Danny Oakins, Rob O'Hara, goal, Freddie Fleming, who you, you'd probably know, Greg, yeah. and Nicky Foster was up top. And, oh, Dean, bloody hell. and Dean Hamlin. So Dean we had a really, yeah. really good side. Good player. And again, good player. it was in the um, it was in the Sussex League, I think, at the time. And we, again, you talk about fine lines. We we were um, three and a lot against Rye, I think. Down there, and we would have went top of the league. And um, we, Dino done his ankle. I done my hamstring. Um, and then I think whatever happened, Dino. I, I think I played the next game. But then two, we were so there was too many. You know, Dal Coleman as well, Rooney. I forgot yeah. who was there. He yeah. was there with us as well. So it was me and him in the field. Oh yeah, I know um, him well. And, and we we were again, we were just 
there was a different type of dressing room in Northern Ireland, but Dixie used to let us talk ourselves. But we used to fucking scream at each other, especially Rooney and Oakins and and Fuzzy didn't like it. Mm. Yeah, Fuzzy didn't like it. Um, so we didn't. We were probably two strong characters, and Fuzzy didn't really like it. And Fuzzy left. So then with Dana out and Fuzzy left, that was the spine of the team. We'd have been done pissed that league all day long. Dorky were actually in that league then. Yeah. So they were. Um. But yeah, we, we had him done and pissed it. And uh, to be fair, the rest of them all left and I stayed there because I, I got on well with the manager and he just wanted to sort of build sort of young boys around me. He, and uh, it was a nice little club. I enjoyed it. Come to the end of my career. Um, so I just decided to stay there and enjoy it at, at that time. But again, I, I got injured and ended up having a back operation the first day of the season oh. uh, there. So, yeah. I've had your fair share, mate. I haven't done it. I haven't done I've yeah, a skeleton it? behind me with no bones left. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, that sort of brought, brought you, your career to an end. You saw it out at, at, at Lingfield. Yeah. And then... What? Um, oh. oh that's good. Uh, I was going to say Whiteleaf. Back to Whiteleaf. No, yeah, back to uh, Whiteleaf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's signed for them again next season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, to, to sort of finish, finish our chat off anyway, I want to sort of run through a few questions yeah like based on on your whole career in the game um first first one down is best player you ever played with i yeah, i think it's tough there's obviously different player is this supposed to be quick quick fire don't we no 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 it's like no it's <laughs> not next if you want to talk about me in that con- like keep going mate keep going no because because again obviously you've got non-league and you've got pro level which is which is different kettle of fish um, and you've got different positions because there's, there's some great defenders or midfielders that probably won't get the accolades that wingers or forwards would get yeah um, I think if I, if I go on obviously playing with and what I got out of um, I would probably say um, Lombardo I think I, I trained and played with him a couple of times at just as a kid at that age, to yeah. see that so young, um, it was it was it was it was unreal. Um, but but again, when I was a Palace, I played with Ray Wilkins, and fuck me, could he play? Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we we played the um, I think it was the Chinese under twenty ones, um, maybe under twenty threes, and he was the best player on the part. He was a coach there at the time. Fuck it, he must have been unreal when he was. And again, he did a lot with a coach at Brentford as well, so I knew, I knew they quite well. And he, what, what a top player he was and top bloke he was. Was Fancy high in that one or what? Yeah, yeah. F- f- fan, that, that was actually part of the connection. Fan summer that passed. That was, part, that was part of the deal that they had to play. Yeah, you got yeah. to play Chinese every year. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they, they were actually um, there at the time. So that was a connection. I think they came over yeah. and played the 23s. So they <coughs> but yeah, um, as a midfielder, Lombardo, Lombardo all day long. What a name! Yeah. Um, what about non-league? What about non-league? Then, if you was going to go away from pro, <coughs> shut up, Greg. Ain't you? You can't oh, say Greg. I know. I know. It choose Tommy Arch over you anyway. Tommy Arch <laughs> over Greg. Or what? <laughs> what a good player. To be yeah, fair, he had the left foot. What are you talking about? Fair, not, non-league, I would say I'm probably going to go the, the other way. To play with would probably be um. A boy called Rob Ursell. I don't know whether you remember him, Greg. Do you remember us? So, uh, no. no. Fucking, he was an AFC woman. He was just this 
he's he's something to do with futsal now, but you could tell he was he was like one of them boys that just comes up in a power league. He's, the skills were unbelievable. Um, and we played sort of a three in midfield at the time, so you just give him the ball. And he he was we used to call him magician because he was that good. And uh, he's probably the best technical I've seen at non-league. Um, yeah, well, again, there's some big group great players. I'll miss a few out, but um, yeah, fucking Burst was technically very good skill wise. Um, but best player you played against, and like chances are, it will probably be someone in midfield that you've matched up against. So, yeah. but yeah, best player you ever played against. Um, again, I, I'll always refer to either my, my youth days because that's probably when I was at my best. I think. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. And I wanted the challenge. I wanted to be up there. And probably the, the there was there were probably three that would stand out for me. One would be McPhail all day long. Um, another one would be Emery. Oh, the, the, the Turkish guy boy. played for yeah, Newcastle. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I played against him in the twenty ones. He stank. He was fucking unbelievable. He stank. He was unbelievable. And I would probably go. There was a boy at um, Blackburn again in the FA Youth Cup run. We played against against Blackburn, and there was a boy called um, Luke Statton, who, who was a Barry actually when when I was going to go there. Um, but he he was really good. I don't know what happened, whether it was injuries. And uh, I'm, I'm friends with him on LinkedIn. He's now a um, coach for um, what do you call them? Mindsets and things. Yeah, he, he still oh, yeah. does uh, motivational speaker. So. No, oh, yeah, nice. he's, um, but he's he was he was good. Again, I, I always compare direct sort of contact. And Stephen Hughes was another one at Arsenal. He was good. Yeah, he was cracking player Hughes. Eh? Yeah. yeah, yeah, very good. Um, hardest player you ever played with? Played with? Mm. Um, Ray Wilkins. That's a tough one. I'd probably go back to non-league with that. Um, I bet. <laughs> uh, I played with a few fucking lunatics. Like there was, ugh, there was some things. So we used to get away with at Wimbledon because of the crowd. <laughs> it was mad. Um, <laughs> I probably go weird Falana. He was a fucking lunatic, like with. <laughs> but you let, I played against the one with him. Um, he's lunatic. He wouldn't want to play against him as a centre half. He fucking elbows everywhere. Who, who was that? Sorry, Gareth, it cut out my. One boy called Weird Flano. He, he's actually been a pro weird. Um, uh, yeah, I'd probably say him. He'd probably be the hardest. Wade. Wade. He's googling him. Look. <laughs> yeah, I am Wade. Who? Falana. Falana. He's been at Sheffield United and been around non league soon. Oh, fair play. Um, um, hardest you played against. Um, me and Jamie Bear from K's used to have a few ding-dongs but I, I'd probably say and I don't recognise this I, I don't know whether it was hard but I, I, this is a story I got told it's probably quite a good one for you lot. Um, we played Spurs in the FES Cup um, I think I don't know whether it was quarter or something and you, you probably remember the boy Mark Gower went on the Swansea midfielder again yeah it rings a bell yeah. Um, yeah. it rings a bell for me no we, we we were again we, we were probably better in Spurs, but um he was their fucking main man like and um Nico goes to me again because we could mix as well we we were we could mix as well a little bit. Nico says to me, he said, just wind him up. So so all I did was just wind him up. 
I was uh, again talking about Sledge and I was talking about his mom and his sister and fucking also <laughs> I was a horrible I, I'm not gonna lie I was a horrible little fucker and I'd probably yeah. slap me slap my own head in but um I was doing a lot and he I I didn't see it but obviously it was a ploughly in the time because we used to play a reserve team these team games are um apart from obviously final, semi-final and final but apparently he chased me down the tunnel with a cosh he was gonna fucking batter me <laughs> <laughs> So I, I, I don't know whether that's hard or um, thing, but he was going to bother me. And <laughs> obviously, P- Paul McVeigh was actually his roommate who I played with in the 21s. And he was telling me, he said, Fuck, why does, why does Gozy hate you so much? And I had, to, I had to be honest with him and say, I just fucking wound him up so much. And I, I, I'll have to, if he's, what, hope he watches I'm, I'm sorry, mate, I was just doing my job. But that's, <laughs> what, that's, that's what Nico told me to do because we, we knew we'd better players if he didn't play. Yeah, and Nico yeah. knew I was the only one that could wind him up so bad, and I, and I fucking clearly did. That was <laughs> brilliant. Uh, yeah. um, Wait, so, where's it? Where's it getting the cost from? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but to be fair, it was probably, and it was probably, it probably fell off a bag of horse. You fucking see, <laughs> <laughs> that dodgy play. <laughs> um, funny man. Oh, I, I do fair have a few. Um, again, non-legged. Probably be the geezer called Noel Franken. He was at AFC with us. He never played, hardly ever played, but he was the funniest fuck in the world. Seriously, he was. Uh, <laughs> he, he used to. Uh, we used to go to like Kingston or something um, after after games uh, or something or whatever it was, and he used to do the schoolboy piss. You've all heard of schoolboy piss, didn't you? No, no. no. Go on. Go on. We're, so we're in, in the VIP bit in Kingston, and, and all oh, the, yeah. Lenny, Lenny Pidgeley, Lenny Pidgeley, and oh, there's loads of Chelsea boys in there as well. So he's fucking pulled his drawers down, right to his ankles, not like the school kids. Oh, they, this is you, Kyle. I actually do this. That's what we call it a schoolboy piss. And he started eating the fucking urinal things. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, no, I don't do that. Lenny Pisley, as we said, on oh, yeah, was, it was funny as fuck. Oh, but he, he's one of the funniest blokes I've ever met. Him and him and Bassey, who's just um, they were like fucking Pinky and Perky. They were both they were a good combo together. We did a lot of good lads at AFC. Brilliant. Um, and then uh, for Pro would probably be do for Woody was funny, funny skaters, but uh, Tots was funny. David Tottle was a funny bloke. Um. I, I get a funny story about Tots. Um, he was uh, when I broke my leg. Oh, I was in traction, so my leg was up, and I was in Snantney's, which I don't know where they are. And these, these are all local, so it's Rumby nuns. So there's all fucking nuns in there. Is that next to some raps hospice? Don't know. It's in Chim. Chim, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's Chim, part of the same thing. End yeah, end of Gander Green Lane, there, isn't it? That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So it's Rumby nuns. So all nurses are nuns. So um, my mum and dad, um, due to come in see me, they obviously flew over. Jamie Smith and Tots, because we used to train at uh, Mitchum at the time, so they'd just come round from the training ground. Um, and uh, they've came to see me, him and Jamie Smith, and they went. So uh, I've tell them, just, we're having a good laugh anyway, so Tots is just about to go. And he, he said, I've got you something, Ginge. And he, he fucking, over 50s, poor mag. And he's, he's, he's gone. Obviously, my legs and tracks, and I can't fucking move. So I'll just leave it here for you. So he's fucking left it. <laughs> middle spread on the, on the, on the bed, <laughs> uh, on the floor. So I, 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 I've got the dilemma of going, do I let my mum and dad come and see it? Or do 
do a fucking ring this bell and get these nuns to come in and pick this over 50s fucking girl. Oh, oh my no. god. Oh mate. He was a funny cunt. He's done you there, isn't he? Proper. Yeah. Oh, no. Big, big time. Is Jamie Smith the right back? Is that that Jamie Smith yeah, you're on about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. right. That is a fucking oh. brilliant stitch up there. Yeah. I've got time for that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I bet they love we, you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, like for, like a lot of players, when, when they sign for new clubs, they have to do the tradition of singing a little Initial song. Listen, yeah. 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 Who's the best singer you ever, ever, ever heard throughout, the, throughout your career? Um... It was, uh, it was quite ironic. Uh, it, was, it would probably be Harvey. <laughs> he came to FC Wimbledon, MC Harvey. Yeah. He, oh, he fuck me, of course. Yeah. He obviously did 21 seconds. Yeah. So he did oh, some live, live performance uh, for you. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'd probably have to go Harvey. That's class. Yeah. yeah I forgot he went yeah. there. Yeah. 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 He weren't yeah. a bad player, actually. Yeah. Quick. But what, he was a Barnet as a kid, Harvey. So I, he was good friends with Clinton. So we knew him quite well. Well, I, I knew him quite well anyway. So. Yeah, but I, I, I obviously brought the old fucking um, what do you call them? Uh, what's his missus? What band was she in? Oh, mistake. Oh, mistake. mistake. Yeah, so I brought their CD and everything for his first game, so we could play it all fucking. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what was it, Alicia Dixon, isn't it? Alicia, Alicia yeah, yeah. yeah, his ex missus, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he dropped the ball up there and all, didn't he? Yeah. 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 <laughs> fucking hell. No, he was punching a bit there, I think. Yeah, he was chasing. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll um, well, that's that was brilliant, Gareth. We'll sort of draw draw a line under it there, mate. And have you got anything else you sort of wanna wanna chat about while we're here? <laughs> I could talk all night. Yeah, oh, mate. So, so, yeah, to be fair, we'll probably Probably carry on once we stop recording anyway. Get a few. Thanks for having me on. Um, no, that was that was brilliant, mate. Really, really enjoyed it. And yeah, thanks thanks for coming on. No problem, no problem. Top Matt, Thank thanks for everyone for, for watching and, and listening. Um, give us a like and a subscribe on, on YouTube. And and uh, yeah, until next time, see you later. See you guys, take care.